I mean, instead of getting the good cold open, we're going to get whatever the hell we get here. <laughs> well, it keeps trying to fucking hit me in the dick. We took a pole, okay? It's past us. He's trying to hit you in the pole. Because uh, that's what the listener's like. It's the, it's the pole from the little people playset. <laughs> Our listeners want bodily harm to me. That's oh, God cool. damn. See, bodily harm on the NBA. He got knocked Damn, he out. Are you watching the Iowa-Auburn game? I am. Okay, watch Dude go over. Look. Whoop. What the fuck was he trying to do? He almost got body slammed. He was trying to go for the block right there, and Dude pump faked him, and he just, like, flipped over him. <laughs> yeah. This game's been kind of kind of brutal from the start anyway, though. Oh, yeah. I hate to say this being a Bama fan, but I am pulling for Auburn because Alabama won today. Arkansas won today. We can get Auburn to win and Tennessee to win. I have no faith in Tennessee in this tournament. They're playing. It's abbreviated, so I couldn't tell what it was. Lasagna? Uh, uh, Louisiana. Raging Cajuns. Lasagna? I'm gonna, now they're Lasagna from now on. Lasagna. Lasagna. Tennessee is playing lasagna. Um, I like a lasagna. I was trying to see what time it said, but it, it scrolled by too damn fast. 9.40, I think it's oh, Well, At least Thursday and ain't nothing else on. But the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Houston and North Kentucky. Yeah, Tennessee and Louisiana at 9.40 on CBS. How about Bama almost put a hundo up today? Hundo. Uh, Bama was killing them last I saw. I didn't see the final. Uh, the final was 96-74, I think. 96-75. No, it was 96-75 because homeboy hit a three at the buzzer that didn't even fucking matter. <laughs> but still, Ala- yeah, 940 on CPS. But Alabama, you know, they've had decent runs. This is the first time in program history that they've ever been the full number one seed. And won 30 games in a season. Yeah, they've been killing it this year, no pun intended. Yeah, buzzing. Uh. <laughs> if, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, we ain't going to tell you because we don't spread uh, gossip and rumors around here. But it's easy to find out. and At least Brandon Miller wasn't found guilty of anything because that would have hurt us drastically. But 96-75. I say that, but they, they kept him pretty much out of the game today as far as scoring. Oh. All right, that game's going to halftime. Let's see what other one's on. Oh, did y'all see where they released a new band words list? For, for WWE? For WWE, no. No, see if you can find it. We'll go over that in the news section. Josh, look that one up because we're okay. using his phone to. I'm looking it up. Okay, I just turned to watch Texas play the, two, the Two-Face game. Texas and toothpaste. There I you know, go. Let's see. Top of the list I remember was crazy, ass, assault. You can't say ass. Can't say assault. Uh, girls DQ. I got it. Okay, good. Found Duke. Duke's up twenty-eight thirteen on Oral Robert. <laughs> Oral. Yeah. On Robert. <laughs> it's a real stupid list. Yeah, it's pretty damn stupid. <laughs> pretty damn stupid. Okay. 
Well, on that note, I think we can go ahead and maybe stop here, and then when we come back, we'll do the welcome to the shows, and then we'll Why start Why do y'all just have to start every time? Because they like, they're Finley, and they like to fight. What's up, fuckers? If I can hit the record button, I'll welcome you to the uh, latest edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. Yeah, because you're just pushing, pushing, and it wasn't going. It did not for some fucking reason. He was reason. hitting everything but. What? Yeah. You know That's why it didn't said. work? <laughs> Left side, the right side. It was like a bop it. You didn't, you didn't push it real good. That's why. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, baby, baby. For all you good people, we show our age on all these podcasts. Yeah, but, I mean, it's good fucking music. Well, I would say that, because when we pulled up to your house for uh, Revolution, I called you over to the car because my daughter had her phone playing music, and we were listening to Poison by Bill Bill DeVoe. Yes, Bill Bill DeVoe was fucking awesome. Yes. We were going somewhere the other day, and fucking uh, SWV come on the radio. I get so weak. That's what song it was. Well, I know. It's the only, it's the only hit they got. Peacock yeah. with Escape and SWV. Peacock of SWV, Jason, I meant to tell you this. SWV and Escape have a show together now. Hey, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Will just said that. Just said that. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> have you watched it yet? Not yet. Uh... I can't record it because I got so much other shit I record Sunday night, so I just watched it live. It's on the cock. It was good. It's actually pretty good. All right, did you see uh, Tisha Campbell and Yvette Nicole Brown have a new show? Yep. I love Tisha Campbell. Yeah, Tisha Campbell was fine when she was younger, but once she got on My Wife and Kids and got picky thick. Oh, she still is. Oh, I know. I've seen her on that uh, Mark Reed on Bet Plus. Nice. Thanks so, Will. <laughs> but once again, this is the Turn the Buckle podcast. I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. Ben Thrasher. I'm just surprised we got Will two podcasts in a row. Now, granted, we took two weeks off. It was just one week off. Uh, it felt like two. True. It's been a long week. Yeah, it has. It's been an extremely long week. I think it's just anticipation of you know the surgery that you know we'll we'll cover a little bit later. Waiting on that to get here, and you know knowing we got a show Saturday, waiting on all that to get here. Just anticipation has just made this week drag by. Me being damn blind, half blind. Fucking Logan. Yeah, he got your ass whooped. Dude, I pulled out the greatest movie quote on Josh. I pulled out the clueless. He told me he was going to kill you. I pulled out the clueless on him. Which one? There's so many in clueless. 
Uh, my plastic surgeon gave me a note and said I can't do any physical activities where balls fly at my face. Because there goes your social life. Will, on the other hand, encourages those days. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. I went back to the beginning of the week getting news today. I got a... About a page worth, Josh. Do you have any? Before we do that, let's uh, go ahead and announce. We announced it on our Patreon, but go ahead and announce that the first quarter of our Boob Cup tournament has come to an end. Oh, that's right. There is a Boob Cup champion of the first quarter. Who 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 won that Boob Cup? Uh, Mister Mr. Hampton. Me? Yeah, motherfucker. We give that a damn thing. Yes, that's right. I won the boob cup, honey. I won the boob cup. I'm so proud of you. I made a big comeback, and I went perfect on my picks. On the comeback to get the boob. I don't remember the final count. I think you won by two. No, no, I think it was more than that because I had three bonus points on you, Will, and he still beat me by like two. Oh, you're a bitch. Let me see here. I got the notebook. He got the handy dandy notebook. So I will. That's handy dandy. I will check it we out. We have mail today too. Oh shit! So I forgot to put that off. Okay, here we go. Uh, at the end of elimination chamber, uh, Josh, Will, and myself were tied at twenty-four, with Benjamin in the lead at twenty-seven. Uh, and on Revolution, Will, Josh, and Benjamin each got 40 points. I got the full 45 to win 69 to 67 to 64 to 64. Good job. Good job. <laughs> nice. Now, here, here's my question for Mania. Oh, today. Are we doing the total number of matches or just the total number of matches each day? I would say matches each day. Which is weird. Okay. It's going to be short because I think there's eight matches total so far, so there's going to be, what, four matches a night? No, you know they're going to add. They still got. They still got. Back down this with you. They still got to add Ronda and Shane because apparently Ronda's still performing. I thought Ronda was hurt. Ronda. Apparently, she's still fighting. I should break her arm completely. That's confusing to me. But yeah, there will probably be at least five or six each night. Well, we should know day of at least that afternoon what's happening. And we've got, are we doing stand and deliver or no? I would say probably not. Just because that's a whole nother thing on that day. Uh. Now, how are we going to do your picks with you having your surgery? Your wife said she's bringing me a plate. Oh, okay. So I will do my picks with her. I love you. And they've, they've got this invention, Jason, called a cell phone where we can text each other, too. I have not heard of such invention there, Benjamin. <laughs> Because honestly, it'll probably be 
they probably won't release what matches are on what day until day of day of you know or maybe friday night before the, the saturday show so right what do you think Either of the can... hall of fame right after smackdown in the smackdown venue well they did that last year Remember with Taker? Oh, yeah. And I... Didn't they do it the year Brett got attacked? No, because that had all the... Nah, bro, it was in a ring. Yeah, because the fan jumped, yeah. Hey. Because Dax Flash whooped that dude ass, leaned up against the ring. Yeah, yeah, the fan jumped Earth in. Cash. And... Sorry. Oh, Cash whooped his ass. Yeah, cash with ass. So that was set up the same way. Then it was it was in a, a ring with the ropes off of. So I guess the last two that they've done besides the pandemic era one has been that way. Which you know now that they're doing two nights of WrestleMania, that's really the only way to do it because you really don't want to do it in the afternoon. Say on Saturday, you'd rather have, you know, that be your NXT show to keep people spending money on your product as opposed to going to some of the indies that are uh, in the area. Shit, that's when I would do it. NXT on Saturday, do Hall of Fame afternoon on Sunday. And just let them rest Friday night. Yeah, let them have SmackDown, which is basically going to be like a recap thing and maybe matches that are people that aren't going to be on the Mania card. Let them go to Wale Mania? Yeah. The Walmart Mania. That would give you another money streaming avenue for WWE to keep them from spending money at other indies. Right. I don't know know what y'all's opinion of it, but I think West Mania works even better with two nights as opposed to one with like 12, 13 matches? Well, I agree and I disagree. If they keep it at three hours, I'm okay with it. But when you've got two nights and they're still going four hours, there's no point in that. Exactly. I agree. If you're going to have two nights and you're still going to go four hours, just give me goddamn seven hours on a Saturday night and let me recruit, recruit Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I didn't like about AEW going back, going to Sundays instead of Saturdays, because I started out doing Saturdays. Well, with WWE going to Saturdays, initially it was probably just to avoid any confusion, because you know they still do have people. Believe it or not, you can pay five dollars a month and get it with commercials, or ten dollars a month and get WWE for free, but people still actually pay for pay for the pay per views. Yeah. So I don't know if that was a strategic plan or if it's easier for them to fly them in on Saturday to do the pay-per-view on Sunday and keep them in whatever area they're in. You know, for the upcoming Wednesday pay-per-view, you know, it's somewhere always remotely close to where they do the pay-per-view on Sunday. Like Dax on his podcast this week, uh, you know, y'all have heard him say he takes the, uh, the last flight available to leave North Carolina. Yeah. And first flight available to leave wherever they're at. And he said he flew out for the pay-per-view, flew home, flew back out Wednesday morning for uh, 
dynamite and flew home Thursday morning to where most people, you know, just, you know, stay and enjoy the scenery or whatever. But yeah, stick around in three, four days. He wants to get back to his family, which I get that. I mean, if you're not making money, like if you're, if you're paying me to wrestle on Wednesday, you're not, you're going to feed me at the show Wednesday with catering, but the rest of the time I'm having to pay out of pocket for everything but room. So right. go home and spend time with my family and eat my food and drink my tequila. But congratulations to Jason. He did pull the comeback. There was some, uh, the two matches that I lost were the two in my head that I knew who the winners were going to be, which was the tag title match and the women's title match. But I went against my head and bet it with what I thought Tony Khan would do. And he proved me wrong this time. So Jason stuck to his, uh, his brain instead of his heart on this one and was able to pull out a clean sweep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I, I got the the smartness on this one. Did we and we know. Do Mania as its own thing, or no? We're gonna let it go. It's gonna be two events. Two. Yeah, because we'll have we'll have Mania. We'll have Backlash. We'll have whatever the May pay per view is, and we'll have River. Uh, what is it? All out. No. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Yeah, because all out's in Labor Day. And that'll be the match, the pay-per-views we have for this uh, this boot cup tournament. I think there's there's another NWA pay-per-view next Yeah, it's uh, the week oh. after. Yeah, but remember, we don't we don't pick those. We just pick those for shits and giggles and bragging around between us. We don't pick them for the boot cup. And we Which just like to watch them. NWA pay-per-view. Uh, so far, they've announced. Cyrus versus Masters or versus Adonis for the heavyweight title. Tom Latimer uh, is defending the TV title. I don't remember against who. Scion against EC3 for the uh, national title. Uh, Kenzie Page is in the finals of the women's world television title tournament. Nice. Her opponent will be determined next week. TBD. Always a tough opponent. Yeah, almost as bad as Vacant. Vacant's undefeated. And so that's the only ones I can remember for now. Uh, Bobby Fulton issued a challenge to one of the fixers. I don't know if that'll be a match on pay-per-view or if it'll just be a a match that they've filmed for TV already. But this week's power, the main event was phenomenal. It was Rhett Titus versus uh, Latimer for the TV title. Fuck yeah. It was really good. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, which uh, we know Will said he's probably got to work that day. So Jason pitched an idea. Josh, he said he hadn't said nothing to Jennifer about it yet. So y'all might just pile up over here and watch it with me at the house so I can have some company. That's fine with me. I guess we can go we ahead and get the cat in the bag. Oh, somebody, I got a big bed with no miles on it. Brand new. That's all Josh. Take that baby for a test drive. Well, I would not do that to you, buddy. <laughs> but uh, since we've kind of danced around a little bit, I'll go ahead and say this, and then we'll get in the news. But I did go back to the doctor. Uh, well, you know, this, you heard talk about it on the last podcast. This is news there, Benjamin. 
Hey, this is some some hopefully good news. So come to find out the next surgery I had in January, the doctor didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. I should have just let Josh's son Davey cut on me and it probably would have fucking worked out better, but he didn't clean he didn't do what he was supposed to do. I had a slip disc between my C six and C seven vertebrae that was sitting on my spinal cord. Uh, anybody that knows me or is listening to this podcast knows here we are a year and two months later, and I'm still having more issues than I had before the surgery. I have no strength in my left arm. I'm in constant pain in my neck and my shoulders. Uh, I have did epidural shots in my wrist, in my neck, in my arms, in my shoulder. I've done physical therapy. No relief. I've done... MRIs and x-rays. Well, the last MRI found out that there's still bone spurs and slip disc fragments sitting on my spinal cord. So the doctor, uh, Dr. Miller, had advised that the best thing to do is to go in, clean all that up, and go ahead and fuse the C6 and C7 vertebrae together. So uh, Wednesday, March the 29th, I go in for surgery at 7.30 a.m. to get my fuse together. Uh, so unfortunately, I will miss uh, spring breakout at RCW. I will miss watching Mania with my boys. Hopefully, y'all can come over and watch uh, NWA with me. But you know, as always, you know, like if you uh, if you believe in whatever entity you believe in is your god, send up prayers, good vibes, because you know. It's a routine surgery, but it is a neck surgery, so there's always issues with paralysis, with spinal cord bleeding, with all that stuff. So just uh, keep me and my family, and by my family, I mean this the group in the podcast, uh, my girls and my parents, and your thoughts and prayers as we uh, get through this. And like Will said earlier, hopefully it uh, it makes me back to the human I was before then, because this one I am now is he's broke and he's miserable and it's, it's a hard life. So hopefully this gets me where I need to be. All right. Now I know you said a whole lot, but all I heard the whole time was my vagina hurts. (laughs) (laughs) My my vagina feels fine. I'm touching it now. (laughs) No, we we all hope that everything goes good. Uh, We know all the shit you've been going through and everything. I mean, Hell, I, when we went to the NWA pay-per-view and we went to the damn zoo, you couldn't even walk around the zoo. Josh's poor, <laughs> tiny little ass pushing you around. <laughs> we look good. Full disclosure. We yeah, we went up that, that hill. That hill was fucking horrible. I took a quick, all I took was a quick break. He might not even need to have that picture. <laughs> this is when I was flying down that hill. Josh, we told Josh. This story, but Josh slept through that whole season, so we'll, we'll kind of abbreviate it again. Um, Will has never been to the Knoxville Zoo so we're up there we got time to kill because the the taping on Sunday didn't start till like 4 o'clock and we had to be checked out of the hotel I think at like 10 so Will goes and gets us all tickets to the Knoxville Zoo and you know me and Jason are telling me it's actually a pretty cool zoo we went a couple years ago when it was like 75 cent tickets so we're excited we get there and I think you know we'll, we'll go in I'll get me one of the little hover around gimmicks and we just throw all our stuff in there, and I'll just, you know, motor around. We get there, what, 20 minutes after opening, guys? I don't even think yeah. it was that Not late after that opening. They're sold out of every hub around they got. <laughs> Never once did they tell me they have a wheelchair available. 
but they've got these like mechanical animals. <laughs> It don't have a back on it. It's kind of like a mechanical bull that's covered in fur that's on wheels. If you can picture that in your head. I know her. <laughs> so so I, Josh and Jason are parking the cars. So me and Will's there. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just get one of those and ride it around. And the guy goes, are you sure about that? I said, well, I'm sure I can't walk around this motherfucker all day. <laughs> and I said, well, how much is it? He goes, like $5 for two minutes. And I'm like, God damn. We're going to be here forever. And he goes, you know this is just for like little kids to ride around. I was like, oh, shit. No. Then he's like, I have a wheelchair. But like, bro, why didn't you leave with that? Because <laughs> if that would have if that would have not been that expensive, we would have made his ass get on that shit. Bro, that thing would have had his tongue out worse than you did. <laughs> but we get the wheelchair. I give him my information, my credit card or whatever. We get the wheelchair. By that time, Josh and Jason's walked in, and uh, they're like, all right, Will, which way you want to go first? Will's leading this uh, this safari hunt we're on. And I think Tigers was our first mission, so. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. One, who's the one that gets behind me? The smallest guy in the whole damn group gets behind me to push me. I'm like, Josh, are you sure? I'm I'm a little, little bit of a big guy here. Nah, I got you, buddy. Then we start up a hill. <laughs> and if you're looking at this hill, it's like straight up. It's like a 90 degree. I mean, it's just straight. And I was like, Josh, are you sure? Yeah, man, I'm good. About halfway later, it's like, Josh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> then I knew he wasn't good when I start rolling backwards. <laughs> With no way to stop. <laughs> But and if you remember, not only that, but dude walking from the parking garage just down to the uh, the arena, which was what maybe three four blocks. Yeah, yeah. Or even you know, once we got into the arena, it's probably less than had to walk from the front door to the the I guess it was a ballroom, a conference room, whatever yeah, the you door call. We walked but, into the ballroom. You had to go like around the block. Right. Because basically you walked the entire block on the inside, then turned and went halfway down the block that way. Yeah, but I'd have to stop and sit down about every you know, five five minutes or so just because there's so much pain. So uh, it's it's rough. So hopefully this, uh, this one will help. But if not, I'm just going to shoot a doctor. Well, just shoot that first one. Don't know. I got planes for him. I need him to be in court. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, after everything's said and done, then we'll shoot. Because remember, you can't spell manslaughter without laughter. God damn it! <laughs> That's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Kylie's been telling her Wendy's joke all over the place. By the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anytime she sees people, she's like, "Hey, been like a Wendy's lately." And she says a little punchline, just giggles. Thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. That's funny. Uh, well, that covered my part of the news. All right, let's start off with the uh, band words list there, Joshua. Absolutely. All righty. Vince McMahon's stupid as fuck. This ain't Vince McMahon. I actually read... It is Vince. I read another story about Vince McMahon today that I will... I don't have it wrote down because it was a lot to write, but... 
Apparently, there's no sure way up. Hunter proving these banned words. Yeah, because it I, even said uh, something about Vince in the thing. Yeah, this was a, this were from in 2019. That's not a new list. These fucking lying bitches. Yeah, but they posted this article. Yeah, an hour ago. So these. What okay. site? What site posted it? Wrestle Talk. They're usually good about posting new stuff. Yeah. Maybe they're just as a topic that came up. It might be a list that somebody had just found. I'll go ahead and read it off since we talked about it. So these were the list of words that were banned in 2019. Ass, assail, assailant, back and forth, belt, blood, choke, crazy, fake, feud, hate, hell, here we go, idiot, in the back, kill, number one contender, strap, stupid, violence, revenge, national television, DQ spot, girls, and finish. God damn, that would take every fucking promo I've ever got, I've ever made, and throw it out the window. <laughs> God damn. You know what it didn't say you couldn't say? It didn't say you can't say fuck, so that's going to be my promo from now on. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. Except or motherfucker. Fuck. Fuck the fucking fuckers. <laughs> fuck the fucking fuckers. Right in the goat, but because you can't say ass. Right. <laughs> well, well, that was uh, climactic. <laughs> <laughs> it just got quiet. All right, okay, now. Jason, let's read your book. It's actually not that much. It's not a lot. Tap a page. Uh, I'll start off because we're going to save this because that's going to be our discussion. So I'm going to make sure to save that and not talk about it. We're discussing dicks? Uh, no, it's a discussion. I must have a topic after Will's heart. Uh, so everybody remembers the main event to WrestleMania 35, correct? Mm -hmm. See. Ow, bitch. I didn't until I read it. Well, the main event for WrestleMania 35 was Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair. That's my thoughts. And a three-way for both... For at least two of those women, yeah. All three? Okay. For a uh, three-way for both the SmackDown and Raw women's titles. That Becky Lynch <laughs> happened to win. With a shitty ass fucking. Oh, can't say finish. With a shitty ass. Ending to the match. Ending to the match. Well, she's only there, boys, because she could take a punch. And she's banging one of the biggest male stars in the company. <laughs> that would have helped her. She couldn't have took that punch. Apparently, he doesn't have a big male star, is what uh, Wilbur just said. Yeah, there's pictures on the internet. I'm not a pecker checker, so I don't know. I wonder if her ex. I wonder if Becky's ex had some uh, better experiences. Yeah. You're a you're a pepper bottom pecker chicken. No, I, I know. Hey, hey, hey! I heard he's very binish. That motherfucker uh, looks at me every time he comes out. What about pickle dick? Well, I did kind of tell him that you were the one that noticed he needed under time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He what? said, which one is Will? He said, which one is Will? I said, the gay one. And he said, 
Oh, the little referee guy? <laughs> and I said, I said, no, the one with the Aaron Collins hairdo. <laughs> Aaron Collins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason Pickard ass. <laughs> Jason Pickard, goddamn. <laughs> I'm changing his name in my phone now. Aaron Collins. Aaron Collins. Jason Pickard. But yeah, literally, I told him who you were and told him that, you know, you were the one that said, that boy definitely needs understats. What did he say? He just laughed. But when we got to the show, the following show, that's when Casey met me when I was coming in to do the pre-show meeting with the boys. And uh, him and Jason tell me about Apparently, Pepperbottom could be my son. Well, Casey's the one that made that comment that he's very Benish. Right. Or he said he's got the same problem as Ben. I'm like, oh, he's a little Benish, huh? Well, then he said, well, I don't know if he's as big as Ben. I mean, you know, I've seen Ben's. I've never really seen his. Oh. Which is a funny thing to say in a locker room. <laughs> I just always giggle. <laughs> uh. Before we go any further, I just saw the greatest commercial on television. For Renfield? Yes. I don't want to see it. I do. It's a goddamn Nicolas Cage vampire movie. That sounds oh. fucking incredible. Dude, I love Nick Cage. Trailer for it. The trailer for it they showed during screen. Now, Will, I don't know if you'll get the same ones because Kenzie got different trailers at Battlefield than I got at the Rave. Whatever it's called now. But they showed that trailer, the whole trailer for that new Nick Cage movie. I want to see that shit. Dude, it's Nicolas Cage in a vampire movie, so basically it's a movie about his life. Uh, well, you know. Nicolas Cage is a vampire. Yeah, he has to be. Him and John Travolta. How about John Travolta ball-headed? Oh, yeah. You know who else is a vampire or at least a time traveler? Jay-Z. You seen that picture? Who? Jay-Z. Last time I seen Jay-Z, he's a bad bad. He's an ugly motherfucker. How the hell you... (laughs) Look rich and homeless at the same time. How the hell that motherfucker is ugly as he is and get one of the most hottest women in the world? Because he's the highest paid rapper in the history of the game. Your definition of hottest women in the world needs to change. Yeah, Beyonce not that good. No. Uh, Beyonce's she's not the hottest woman in the world. Well, I said one of. I didn't say the hottest. Now, if we were talking about hottest woman in the world. I can show you another successful uh, black woman because I just seen her on a movie. Megan Good is way hotter. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Kelly Rowland was a better looking one out of Destiny's Child. Will, right. what's her real name? Who? Cookie Line from Empire. Oh, Taraji. Yeah. Yeah, Taraji P. Hansen. Fine. Mm. And 50- Angela Bassett, 70 something years old. Still and I fine as fuck. What'd you say? Still fine as fuck. I would drink her bath water. So you want to get Stella the crew back? <laughs> hey, just remember, black don't crack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jay Z must have smoked a lot of it. Got him, Marty. He looked like a crack in Harlem. Encore, knew you want more. He looked like he used to run crack for Bumpy Johnson. God damn! How we get off? Boy, off we've got one. That's the name. Of, that's that's <laughs> we've the not even. I'm not even done with this <laughs> We've covered one news topic. Yep. There wasn't even news. We didn't even finish that part anyways. We Just covered three. 2019 news. Okay, I'm going to go in a fucked up order, not the order I have these wrote down, but I'm going to go ahead with this one first. 
for our new listeners, if you're looking for consistency, this isn't the podcast for you. No. (laughs) If you're looking for a fucking train wreck, welcome aboard. Choo-choo, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've done that before. All the boys. Well, you and I have. Nasty bitches. Speaking of bitches, one of our favorite women's wrestlers that we uh, saw on NWA. Yay! Kylan King. Uh, She is signed and is officially signed to Impact Wrestling. Good for her. Good. Uh, I would have liked to have seen her stay in the NWA just because I'm a fan, but where they used to that sport and where she was getting title shots and losing, there wasn't a whole lot they could build off of with her, in my opinion. Agreed. So her, I would have seen her in one more time. Her last NWA shot was putting Kenzie over in the first round of the TV title tournament. Um, her being in AEW, it was, you know, we bitched about that numerous times about how you're going to be a star and presented as a star on one show but doing the job on another. Right. Yep. The gay twins. So uh, I'm happy. And uh, there's not a lot of big name women on the Impact roster anymore because uh, they just lost one that debuted on AEW last night. Yep. 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 So. I mean, I, Mickey James is still there. Uh, Havoc is still there. Rosemary's still there. Gail Kim's there, and that bitch can still go if she wanted to. Yeah, but I think she just runs the division. I don't think she works anymore, does she? I don't think so. But that's that's one of the names Kylan said that uh, Gail Kim and Tommy Dreamer were like her biggest advocates there, and they were pushing for them to sign her. Yeah, I think that's who's over the women's division or those two, which is two perfect people to be over. And right. but the point. I- getting is like they're bringing in a lot of stars that if you're not a hardcore fan you don't really know like if you didn't watch AEW during the pandemic era or NWA you have no idea what Kylie King can really do right agreed but she is phenomenal she's got good height I think she's legit six foot or better she's got good thigh her work is great she comes from QT and Cody school um but also, they've got Giselle Shaw. If you've never seen her, we're impressed with her. Yeah. Uh, they still got Tasha Steele, not so much with her. Uh, they still got Mickey heading up the division. So they've, they've got a good division. I just wish it was on a more available television channel. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, <clears throat> my opinion, Rosemary, she's a badass. I love her. Oh, agreed. So is Havoc. You and I have been Havoc fans since we found that uh, Ohio wrestling years ago. Yeah. She got one of them OFs too, by the way. Oh. Goddamn. Niz yeah. Ice. Uh, oh, I never even finished that story. That's we got said. off on such a fucking tangent. <laughs> we never finished that one. The WrestleMania 35, the main event, the Becca Becky Ronda Charlotte bullshit match. It was supposed to have been a different triple threat match for the SmackDown title of Asuka, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose with Mandy Rose winning. In retrospect, I'm glad they didn't because I think what Mandy did in NXT was far superior to anything she could have done on the main roster. Agreed. Because they would have had her win the title and probably drop it back to somebody at Backlash. 
or you know maybe let her keep it till SummerSlam. But the way she elevated herself in that division in NXT, I thought was was the best option. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah she's. Don't get me wrong. I'm not happy Becky won and become Becky two belts, and I had to see her even more than I want to see her because we all know she's the worst of the fucking four horsewomen. Fuck you, Justin. And what was his name? I almost said Scott Van Pelt, but I like that guy. Yeah, I like SVP. John Ross Sapp. I knew it was an S name, an S guy that had three names. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you could have just told Justin to fuck you when we see him Saturday. <laughs> okay, I can do it there too. Now I'll go ahead and stick. Uh, I got two more <laughs> female stories. I'll go ahead and knock them out real quick. Whoa, whoa, oh. man, whoa. The stories, not the females. <laughs> who they are. Well, one is a former PC coach and producer for WWE, Sarah Stock. Hey, love that. Seen that today. That's that's a huge get. Yeah. Uh, she is signed with AEW to be in the same roles. Uh, she's going to be a coach and a producer for the female division. That's it. They let her book that division. Yeah. I... I wasn't as familiar, and then I looked up. Apparently, she was a former two-time Impact Tag Rosita Team Rosita and Sarita. With Zelina Vega as Rosita and Sarita. Rosita Sarita. <clears throat> yep. So, congratulations to AEW for that big get. It's going to be a big help. Hopefully, something to help out the women's division there because... God knows it needs it. Tony, bless his heart, needs uh needs, needs to step back and let everybody else. He needs that. a Stephanie. Well, she invented women's wrestling. He did have a Stephanie, but she. Uh, he needs Billy Gunn and Sarah Stock handle that division. He needs to let Jeff Jarrett handle, be the main guy, in the. Uh, actually, no. Take Billy out. Put Malenko and Whitmer. In there, let Billy Gunn and uh, Jerry Lynn coach your tag teams. Yes. And let I keep forgetting Jerry's in AEW. Let Jim Ross, Pat Buck, and Jeff Jared book your. You know, you sit in, of course, of you being Tony, sit in creative ideas, but. Let people that have experience doing this do that. Exactly. And quit with throwing together tag teams. I hate throwing together. I've shit on that so many times from WWE. I hate it with. I hate it when anybody does it, especially when you have legit tag teams on your roster. Right. If you're building a tag team divisions from scratch, yeah, like look at TNA when they first started. They didn't have any established tag teams. So putting Ed and Jerry Lynn together worked. But as soon as America's Most Wanted got hot, you had them at the Naturals. You had the West Hollywood Blonde. <laughs> I love them. Uh, and then you brought in the SATs. You brought in the Briscoes. You have Punk and Julio. So I, I get it if you're building a division. But when you already went out and you've hired these guys and you created in-house tag teams like the acclaimed to get super fucking over. Right. You guys. But 
also you just say congratulations on them securing a great women's coach. Yesterday they secured a great woman's talent. Yes. By signing Taya Valkyrie. Yes. And Taya, we've always been fans of Taya from watching her on TV. We finally watched her in She's huge. Amazing. Incredible. Little things. She's got all the little things that she does that are just, you know. She got a couple big things I enjoy myself. Agreed. But no, she had all those little things. Like you could tell watching her in person, you know, she was she was directing the match basically. Yep, the stuff you can't teach. Right. So that is in my opinion, as far as females. That's the biggest free agent signing they've had. I could I could agree with that. <clears throat> now just do the right thing. How about Greg Oden was just on a damn commercial? I seen that. <laughs> he seen it. All right. I cussed, I cussed the thing the commercial the well not a commercial but the uh, highlight show. Uh-huh. Because they were talking about uh, high scores or whatever or uh, freshmen to win. Uh, player of the year in their conference and they brought up ed o'bannon i was like fuck ed o'bannon <laughs> if you don't know ed o'bannon ed o'bannon is the reason we've not had any college football or basketball game since 2004 14 whatever <laughs> bastard didn't make it in the league wanted some money <laughs> what's your last uh woman's news all right the last one it's a. Uh... It's one of those topics that we always like to talk about on here. We're big mental health advocates on this podcast. Uh, always down for people getting their heads right, getting in a good space and everything. Definitely. Uh, Riho, you know, she was going through a whole lot. People talking shit on Twitter. and She deactivated her Twitter account. Right. And people blame Cornette. They discussed that on his podcast. But it wasn't just Cornette, if it was anything. I mean, there were a lot of people coming at her, talking shit and everything. And It may have been Cornette followers, but Cornette, you know, he's never posted. He, you know, he said, I've never DM'd her. I've never posted on her wall, so how can you blame me for this shit? Right. But no, it's a... Uh... Because he basically put on there saying some people don't need to be in a public figure if they can't handle Certain backlight or certain things. I mean, you're always going to have haters. Always. always. Look at it. John Cena was the most successful WWE superstar of his generation. Pretty much got to be up there, you know, and, well, Will or Will will get this joke. He's definitely one of the top four according to video games. Uh, we'll explain that off air so we don't spoil it. Now, hell, we'll tell it. After you do the John Cena story on on the showcase, you got this one random ass match where Cena just jobs you out. You're pissed off, but it's a fucking joke when you go back to it. Then you've unlocked wrestling Invisible Super Cena, which is who you literally got to beat. You can't. When see I him. think visible, bro, you see shoes, shorts, wristbands, uh, the upper wrist arm, and a hat. That's all you see. Because you can't see him. Right. But this motherfucker 
is like a hundred. He's like the highest rated person ever in a wrestling video game. And you have to inflict damage to him. And it literally takes you about five to ten minutes to wear in a normal match. You've done one by that time. Well, then after that, it unlocks the, the four pillars of WWE, which is Cena versus Austin versus Hogan versus San Martino. Hell yeah. And San Martino is a motherfucking bitch to beat. (laughs) Well, here's... Did you finally beat him? Yes. The first time I beat him, but I I pinned three of them. Like San Martino eliminated... Or Austin eliminated San Martino. So when I went back the second time, I would always just start whooping ass and then just shit-can somebody out of the ring with a power throw. Then start whooping somebody else's ass and shit them out. And I'd store up all my finishers and hit like four finishers in a row to pin somebody. That's <laughs> right. So how you got to fucking do it? Yeah, I was playing like Will plays. Sounds about right. Dirty and a motherfucker. Triangle, 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 motherfucker. A There's downer. a reversal uh, button for a reason. Learn to use it. What if I do learn to fucking use oh, it? Oh, uh, pot and kettle. I got a text from you last night about that damn reversal. I don't care. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Riho, you know, she took time away and apparently she got in a good space because she posted on her, I believe it said posted on her Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Don't worry. We had this translated from um, Cousin Cletus because he speaks Japan. Yeah, Cousin Cletus, Cletus translated this for us and it said... Uh, she put out a post said, thank you for many messages. I realized that I was loved by more people than I thought. Thank you. And I love you guys. So and she was on TV last night. I'm glad you said Rio because I read that. I swear to God, it said Rhino. <laughs> gore, gore, gore. Yeah, I don't think Big Terry is going to care what people think about him. No. No, but yeah, Rio, she... She was going through a lot with the Twitter thing, deactivated her Twitter. Apparently, you know, I don't want to talk about what her mental state was, but, you know, the, what was her name, Hana over in Japan that yeah. let the internet people yeah. get to her. She was actually getting bullied online. Right. And killed herself. And that's what bothers me so much about so-called fans. Right. Like... They take it too fucking far. Exactly. You got those creepy-ass fans that will find out your flight schedule and all this and fucking track you down at the fucking airport. Or your hotel. Dude, that's fucking dope. So, like I said, I don't want to talk to the mental state that she might have been in. And I'm not going to say that she was, you know, going to go down that same road. But you never know. But you never know, and luckily there were people that reached out and was like, hey, not everybody feels that way. Showed her the support, showed her the love, and... uh, Don't fucking judge me. Let me eat my marshmallows. How's that diet going, Josh? Going great. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure a month ago, all that food we had that we needed to eat was gone, so that means... You've procured more sweets. Actually, we didn't buy these. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, well, those were for something. We never got to it. Go away from we the good news. We got news. to hold it in the back. We can still do it. 
go away from the good news and uh bad news don't like bad news here's something that's gonna make you cry there benjamin uh if it weren't for going to japan and wrestling kenny omega at wrestle kingdom 12 uh chris jericho said he would have retired had he stayed with wwe does make me cry. I like Jericho. I just wish that Jericho would realize he's exactly what he claimed he hated in WCW. Agreed. The bad thing is he doesn't see it that way. He thinks he's helping these guys by doing all this. He's stuff with not. Nope. Not in the slightest. Name and one person all- Jericho's put over or helped. I'll wait. MJF. Orange Cassidy. In a gimmick match. Really? I, I think Cassidy was over already. That yeah, crowd loved Cassidy. He was. I'm just trying to shit on Josh's take. But here's a perfect example. Ricky Stocks. He uh he puts this new group together, and the only people get any rub out of it are already established stars. They've already been champions in the company. Well, I mean, Garcia and Guevara is the only two getting anything out of it. Why are we not pushing? To be fair. To be fair. To be or not to be. Uh, oh, Daddy Magic got some rub on his nipples from RJ City on the uh, pre-show that day. On the what, though? On the pre-show gimmick. Yeah, the pre-show. Well, Daddy Those Magic did get are, I'm just saying, he got his nipples are, rubbed on, so there was some rub there. A phenomenal tag team. So why are they not being elevated to get that push, to get the rub from Jericho? Why are we going to the same ones that have already been established? Cody got Sammy over. He was already over. Yeah. What Sammy's done in his personal life is affected his overness. Yep. Which last night when MJF called him out on that, that shit popped me. Oh, yeah. He gave right back to him. Where's your fiance? And Hager, like Cornette said. He likes his hat. A waste of fucking space. Yep. Waste of a talent. He said, I don't know what they're painting, but let's call it 100000 a year. He said, it's probably way more than that. He goes, he never wrestles. Yep. He's getting paid to just fucking be there. And I agree. He is horrible. I want to get paid to just be there. Like last, right. like last night, he came out after the match for nothing. Just to get on TV. Yeah. Well, here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to come out and whoop Brody's ass, which I would have fucking blew a gasket. <laughs> I would have helped Brody would beat the fuck out of him. Which, I don't know if you've read Rampage Spores, but Mm-mm. Brody goes under to uh, Jericho or Guevara. I can't remember. Yep, gets hit with the bat. So it's the same old, same old with Jericho. Yep, how's he get his heat back? Now, to be fair, what Jericho did in Japan was fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. The stuff with Omega and Naito was great. His first stuff in uh, AEW wasn't horrible. No, the champion was great. Because I was a huge Santana and Ortiz fan. Still didn't care for Hager. Yep. But, nah. I just wish that he realized that just because you put this guy over once 
and then right after you get your shoulders counted, you've got your flunkies out there beating him down. 50-50 booking does not help either person at that point. Not at all. It takes away that victory that that guy you put over to elevate, you just killed every bit of that. Then it makes your guys, guys that people don't care about. Like, the only reason he was over at all last night was because they were in Winnipeg. Yep. To promote Shazam for the gods. Yeah. What else you got there, Yaven? Well, according to former head writer of WWE, Brian Gwertz. Nope, you got to say it like uh, like Jared does. Gerwitz. Yewertz. Ah, uh, Yewertz. Well, according to Mr. Gewertz, uh, who is a <laughs> personal friend of Dewey Johnson. He actually worked for his company. I call him Dewey because we are close personal friends. Uh, you flush some bullshit down down the toilet. I got tank or too much water. <laughs> tank, tank, tank. Uh, the whole. No, not tank. Tangle. Tangle. Tank, tank. Josh, we'll have an anatomy lesson Saturday, son. You don't tinkle out your taint. <laughs> he might. I didn't say taint. I said tink. T-I-N-K. If you do, you won't go to the doctor. <laughs> That's true. No, it wasn't a tank that come out of my cannon. He could be from my Out of the bassoon. <laughs> I don't have a spittoon. I use a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but uh, according to Gewertz, who is a close personal friend of Rock the Dwayne Johnson. I like Clerse friend better. But he is a Clerse friend. Uh, The whole not doing WrestleMania because The Rock is not in quote-unquote ring shape is a bullshit company line. Is the company the one that put that out? Yes. He, I know said, I he said it's a bullshit line that that was uh, that was what was said whenever it was uh, whenever it was said that The Rock wasn't going to do it. They wanted to have a reason, not just because he didn't want to do it. What? Is it that he didn't want to do it or they couldn't hit on a money agreement? Hey, either way, it's him not wanting to do it for one reason or another. I think you didn't want to do it because much like I've argued the point, it makes zero sense. That is true. It doesn't, but... It would have took away from everything you built for Cody and Roman if he wrestled Roman either night. (laughs) Now, had you not sold the arena out beforehand and you bring the rock in to top the sales, then it makes sense from a business standpoint. Just having a match for the sake of having a match makes no sense. Right. And like I told everybody, if you'll remember, he's all invested in XFL right now. Oh, yeah. He's not going to leave that because they've got games that are going up both nights against WrestleMania. Maybe watching the XFL. 
Uh, they've moved the game time, so instead of being like nine, they're on at like seven, though, uh, Friday. I think it's six and seven, so it'll have some run over in the match, of course. But, right. you know, I don't see him giving – he's got too much money invested in that shit to go to Mania. Of course. And that's probably what he told them. And, you know, they don't want to – they don't own XFL anymore, so why do they want to talk about it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be. Also, did you see the other news that come out from Gee Works? I guess that's a no. No. WrestleMania 17 match that we all know in or was it 18. What was it in Toronto? 17? 18. 17. Not, yeah. 17 with 17. Toronto. 18 with Astrodome. WrestleMania 17 match that we all uh, lost our shit over. Almost didn't happen. Before uh, before uh, the day of show, Hogan said he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to put Rock over. Oh. Now, I didn't click on it to read the story because, you know, I've heard this story before. Just insert other name instead of Rock. You know, Starcade 97 was Sting. But somehow they convinced Hogan to do it, and, you know, we, we got the... The fast count. Can't call it a masterpiece between Hogan and Rob, but we got the uh, we got probably the loudest reaction of any match in Mania history. I agree. <clears throat> yeah. So you know, Gee Works is is fun to me. He's got a book. I actually want to read it. What's it called? Uh, Brian Gee Works book that he wrote. Good title. I don't know the name of it. Speaking of books, I want to get Medusas. I do too. I actually want to get Tyruses as well. Yeah. They were selling it at NWA when we were there. Yeah, but I was trying to <laughs> save my money and figure out if they had that Cardona shirt, and they didn't. And by the time I got out there, he had sold out of books for the day, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. But Medusas books on for pre-sale now, Will. I saw. I'm thinking about getting it. Uh, Heyman wrote the foreword, so I think that's going to be a fascinating book. Yeah. I wish, though, that the NWA could have the accessibility to do, uh, like, documentary-style DVDs. That would be cool. I mean, granted, you can't do it on a lot of their guys because their career's not that in-depth, but, you know, like Tyrus and everything he's done, you know, college athlete, you know, homeless as a kid, his mom, his family to do with him because he's biracial, uh, to becoming a bodyguard for Snoop Dogg, to wrestling, to being on the, the what is it, CNN? Uh, no, Fox. Fox. Yeah, being on Fox News and all that stuff. I mean, just stuff like that's cool to me and Medusa's. Imagine the DVD that you can make with Medusa's. Now, you couldn't have anything but her Japanese matches on it. Right. Because Vince owns the AWA and WCW and her WWE stuff, but still, you know, just a just a documentary would be fantastic with her. And then the legends that aren't under WWE deals, you could do a uh, Fantastics. Just you know, Bobby popped in my head because he's featured on TV now. You could do a who has been there, Tommy Rich, uh, yeah. the history of the Wind, history of the Wyndham family. And uh, he does own, he being Billy Corgan, owns 
the NWA footage from Houston and St. Louis that uh, Vince can't get. So there's tons of footage that he could use. Hell yeah. Do a doc on Gino. Ooh, hell yeah. Just, you know, I think that'd be cool. But I'm with Will. I, I definitely want to get that book. Might be able to call, text Uncle Tony. He might be able to give us a discount on it. There you go. Or Danny Deals for you new people. <laughs> uh, Brother, seriously, on USA from Saturday, that was the best commentary team ever. Yeah, that's funny. They did it. You know how sometimes they'll do like tapings in empty arena? Yeah. This was an empty arena taping. And it was uh, our friend Kyle, uh, Uncle Tony, and his uh, merch model candy doing commentary. It was so great. Yeah, just go back and watch it just for commentary. Because there's one part where Samantha Starr, he's Kyle's talking about her being a third generation wrestler. And, uh, that's how she knows how to apply the headlock. It was instilled in her from an early age. And Uncle Tony goes, so wait a minute. Baby doll would pick her up out of the crib in a side headlock? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of comedy with Uncle Connie. It was great, but... Uh, let's get off Works and go back to the news there. All right. Uh, the brawl at the end of Rampage... Or, no, Dynamite last night. It was basically all the trios teams coming out. The Dark Order, the uh, BCC, JAS. the JAS, House of Black, Elite, all of them, you know, the big brawl they were in. Uh, if you looked real close, uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson were not out there with the Dark Order. They actually said it on commentary. But that I didn't hear. I just, I didn't even notice they weren't there. Yeah, Excalibur actually said this on commentary. Uh, Evil Uno was taken to the hospital. Not a local medical facility. No, not the local medical facility. They left that shit behind. But yeah, they took him to the hospital and Stu Grayson just rode with him, you know, making sure he was okay and all that. What happened because of the match? Something that happened in the match. I don't know... 100% 100% what it was. It didn't say in the article I read. Yeah, I went back and tried to watch and see if it was anything that I could pick up. It had to be something on the floor or something he tweaked going to the floor leading up to the finish. To the end of the match. Can't say finish. Because I couldn't, I couldn't see what it, what had happened. Okay. Uh, Which that's why I always record it, just in case we got something like this comes back, I can go back and watch it. The fuck was that? That was me marking out this news story saying that I read that one so I don't read something again. (laughs) Uh, Well, speaking of going back in time, let's go back two years to WrestleMania. Hold on, hold on. What you were talking about there, I don't know if you've seen it today. Or if Josh or Will seen it, but did you see what happened once they went off air? No. No. Okay, you know what ends with Hangman staring down the BCC as the elite enters the ring behind him? Yeah, and he goes to turn and... He just turns his head, sees it's the elite, then it goes off air. Well, 
it's not a whole lot. I mean, I'm sure there was more that happened, like maybe a dark or something, but Hangman just turns around and stares at him. Kenny slides out of the ring, which goes back to what I said last night, and leaves the Bucks in there with Hangman Page. So what that's telling me in my Booker brain is exactly what I called. Pull Omega out, let him go for the big title, try to appease him, give him another run, maybe try to re-sign him. And then Hangman Page can go back with the Elite. And then you've got the Elite. Then you've still got the Dark Order that can come in, which, by the way, they need to re-sign Stu Grayson after last night's performance. Agreed. But uh, to me, that was a great way to build interest in the trios division that's not been there because essentially you've had two to three teams had uh, the Death Triangle, the Bucks, and the House of Black. So now you've got those plus the Dark Order, the uh, the Best Friend. You could actually have Jared Lethal and Stockton. Or Jared Lethal and Sanjay, so they could actually build that division. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got plenty of. I just wish they'd take the moves off the side plates. Yeah, I don't like that. It's literally the one winged angel and a double super kick. Yep. Uh, but ugh, what else you got to news wise, my guy? Uh, well, I was going to go back in time, but let's go a little bit into the future. Okay, we're taking the DeLorean? Yes. Okay. Where we're going, we don't need roads. All right. Uh, June 25th in Toronto. Ah, I know what you're talking about right here. The Scotiabank Center in Toronto, Canada. Forbidden Door Dose. Forbidden Door Numero D. Yeah. Part Dieu? Part Dieu. I like Part Dieu. Kind of like the Hot Shots. It was better than the first one. Agreed. Not the Hot Shots. I like Cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the line, first one. You can't see the one line. And too fine. So I'm eager to see what they do uh, with what New Japan's got going on and what AEW's got going on and uh, where they go from here. Agreed. All right, now. Oh. Now we go. Uh, they've got a Ring of Honor pay-per-view in two weeks, and there's been no bill to it. Oh, shit. Think about it. Have you heard any advertised matches? Kingston and Claudio. You heard him challenge for the match. Not been approved that I've heard of yet. You also heard Briscoe say coming after Joe, but... I was about to say, Joe and the Briscoe that's still alive. Uh, the only thing that's been announced is the Reach for the Sky Boy ladder match the tag titles. But there's only been one team announced. I was about to say, I ain't even heard the team announced. Who's that one? Lucha Bros. Oh, yeah. I do remember match? that. Of course. Yeah, that might be worth getting. Uh. I'm if we get the two matches that are rumored, Claudio versus Eddie and Joe versus Mark Briscoe, that's worth you know paying the money to watch. That's worth paying the ten dollars for Honor Club for the month, even if you just canceled after that. That's worth the price of admission. 
Yeah, you'll only need to eat. <laughs> well, not me. I'll need my whole damn bed, I'm sure. <laughs> Goddamn. Because that's literally... Y'all be at wrestling that night. Y'all? I'll have to make that announcement later. Don't let me forget. All right. Well, I, I still got time. I still got news stories. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go back in time to WrestleMania 37 and give you even more reasons to like Bad Bunny. You know, normally celebrity matches don't go great, or it's either really good or really bad. This is the first one that was really good, in my opinion. Yeah. This one was really good. You know, it was Damian Priest well, and Bad Bunny against Miz and Morrison. It'd be the second one because Malone and Rodman did did pretty well. Agreed. Are they charged? But uh, in an interview uh, with Bad Bunny, he was talking about WWE. He was talking about how much he loved wrestling. He grew up watching it. And uh, when they asked him to do something with Mania, you know, they asked him, you know, would you like to perform? Would you like to ref? He's like, no, I want to fight. I want to get in the ring and fight for real. So, you know, they get him in, they get him trained up as much as they could in a little bit of time, and they did a real good fucking job. Yeah, him and Priest were great together. Uh, but he actually, in an interview, said that uh, just being able to do that made that day the best day of his life. Total brain fart, but who did fart? Miz and Morrison. Yep. Okay, I remember, I knew it was Miz, but I remember the partner yeah, because he gave him the uh, Canadian on the outside. Well, that means two pay-per-views that are two in a row. Miz being replaced. Yeah. And then now he's the Interesting. Well, I will say, at least the last two celebrities that they've had major interaction with have been amazing in the ring. Yes. Yeah, oh, and Logan Paul. Great. Great transition. Next story, Logan Paul. <laughs> Segway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, at uh, Summerfest coming up this year. Summerfest. <laughs> Uh, a rumored match on the card, because it's a big show and they want a big match on there, is Logan Paul versus Big Match John Cena. Super Cena. He don't want to wrestle Super Cena. No, that motherfucker. See this one. That motherfucker's rough. Hey, Auburn's got 69 points, just like I did to win the boob cup. No, they don't now. All right, they do from where I'm looking. Keep watching. <laughs> hey, number one, miss. Miss it. Bitch, twenty bucks he makes it. Miss it. God damn, he made it. They got seventy points now. He went full court. <laughs> I thought they were about to be Auburn and blow a fourth quarter lead again. God damn. I'm curious how many more matches John's got in him. Two and a half. His last match is gonna be against Hornswoggle. I think he's probably going to take the scene, the taker role now. Just, just coming back from manias. I can see that. Because if you paid attention when Cody come out with him the other night, 
Cody asked him something, and he says, I, I don't know. I can't promise because I don't know how much more I got. That was probably Cody saying, next year, me and you for the strap. <laughs> oh, Lord. A one-year build to a fucking Cena match again? <laughs> I do what you want. That one-year build was badass. <laughs> and we got rid of the spinner belt in that build, too, so I will always hold that, that one-year build in high esteem. That is good news. And speaking of good news... Can, can we just skip over this? Because nobody wants that. Well, that's going to be the last one I go over. <laughs> uh, this is more good news, though. Uh, we all know the Brawling Brutes gained a whole lot of popularity at near the middle and the end of last year. I like two of them. <laughs> I know you don't like Seamus. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, B. Collins. <laughs> B. Collins loves him for Seamus. Yeah, that's his, that's his man crush. Well, apparently... Bella. Apparently, the Brutes gaining in popularity like they did canceled some plans that were had for one Mr. Butch. His mom and Andy Pete Dunn. I'm going to call him Pete Dunn. Well... Apparently, we're going to be calling him Pete Dunn again before the end of the year. Name that movie reference. Your scratch, it literally sounds like a dog huffing. <laughs> sounds, like Bella, sounds like Bella's big ass breathing in my ear when she's sitting in your lap. That's funny as shit. Ow, bitch. Come on, name the movie reference. I'm drawing a blank. His mama named him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Arsenio Hall. Huh? Arsenio Hall dressed as an old man at the barber shop. Oh yeah, that's from coming to America. Yeah, Rocky Marciano. How come every time a white man got bring Rocky Marciano? That they won. That they won. And one last news story I got to go over uh, in an interview. Uh, Bobby Lashley said. That after his feud with Brock Lesnar, he pitched the idea of teaming with Brock Lesnar and doing a modern-day Road Warriors-type tag team. I'm all for that shit. Hell yeah. Badass. But they got to have shoulder pads and everything. Not necessarily shoulder pads, but they got to have something. Dude, they come out with fucking... Here's the deal. uh, The fucking ear... Ear, what the fuck? Headgear. Yeah. Amateur wrestling headgear with big ass spikes coming out of them. Here's here's the deal. Who would beat them motherfuckers? Exactly. I, I wouldn't hate that, but I don't think you're going to get Brock to commit to doing anything full term. I don't know. Brock is probably gone after Mania from all the reports I'm reading. All right. Well, that's yeah, last, be- that was the last news story I had, gentlemen. I'm surprised he stayed this long because you know he likes Vince booking his shit. Yeah, but I think... Uh, yeah, because Vince is going to kiss his ass. Well, I think Hunter's well, done a good job. Hunter ain't put him over since he's been in charge. I think Hunter's done a good job with his booking and everything. And then... Uh, you know, he's... Uh, Brock, to me, is one of those people that don't have to go over and win a belt to be over. No. 
He's an he's a he's the new Andre the Giant. He's an attraction. I mean, look at what he did at uh, Summerfest last year, built raising the ring up with his fucking tractor. Dude, everything he did. The best part of that whole thing was when he crawled back in the elevated ring, still under the tractor, and put his cowboy hat on and sat in the corner. Yes. Uh, another piece of news: Apparently, Pat McAfee's not coming back to commentary anytime soon. Well, son of a bitch. Uh, I'd look for him to be at Mania. Is one of the things they're saying, but he's got a lot on his plate right now. Oh yeah. Barrett actually said that him being on SmackDown is full time for right now. And that's not horrible. I like Barrett. I like Barrett. I hate that Barrett's not in the ring any longer. Agreed. Give but, him a couple uh, months. You can put him in the ring again. Shoot, I want McAfee in the ring. <laughs> no doubt. All right, well, let's uh, hear from one of our sponsors here. We'll come back with a preview for RCW, a little bit of RCW news, and our topic for the week. That's right. We will be right back after these messages from the local department store, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Hey, we are. Just in time, too, because we'll just tell somebody, quit fucking. <laughs> and the only other people in the room is you and Josh. How unfair is that? They're playing. In... Nah. Auburn playing in fucking Birmingham? Seriously? Well, Alabama played in Birmingham. How? Alabama's in the South. Auburn in the Midwest. You know they're in the same state, right? I'm talking about the region that they they playing in there, Benjamin. Oh, I they I guess they're holding them both in Birmingham. That makes no sense whatsoever. No, I guess logistically they're condensing them now instead of having all eight opening brackets around the country like they usually do. I don't. Know. She is very short. He is very tall. This is awkward. This, uh, it's show week, boys. How he look like a mixed peppercorn. <laughs> and, damn, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, it is show week, RCW, this coming Saturday, baby. And it's been a very long week to get to Saturday. It has. <laughs> like, extremely long. Very long week. Speaking of peppercorn. I got some I got some planes this weekend and waiting on them to get here and the uh, pay per view to get or the pay per view shit and RCW to get here. It just seems like the day just dragged by. It's time change, boys. I blame I blame the time change. Yes, time change. Fuck that shit. I know. I've been impatiently waiting to go see Scream because I promised someone I'd go with them. Asshole, you should have went with us the other day and just told him you've never seen it. <laughs> but it's very good. For any uh, slasher fans out there, Scream 6 is very good. Kind of called the killer early. They throw you you a little swerve, so you got to be up for it. But it's uh, it's, it's a good one. I love the the remakes. They're kind of holding true to the original. So definitely advise going to see that. Before surgery, I'm going to as well. Huh? But uh, this Saturday night, RCW present Luck Runs Out, Saturday, March 18th, 2023, at the Tabernacle of 
North Georgia Wrestling, which is a 38.90 alternate 52-inch Chatsworth, Georgia. Uh, adults are ten dollars. Ages five to ten or five. Under four free. Ask about the family four pack. It'll save for twenty five bucks. That'll save you some money. What can you do with that money, there, Josh? You can go on over to the Renegade down and get you a cold or hot beverage and a nice little snacky snack. Because we don't know what this bipolar ass weather what it's gonna feel uh, like. That ain't that the goddamn truth. I woke up yesterday, had to turn the heater on to take Kylie to school, defrost my windows, go to take her to work today, and I'm in a tank top and shorts. Basically. Yeah. And I wake up Friday with pneumonia. Basically. But we got some matches set up. We've got, this was set up at the last show. We've got Crazy Train, the team of our co-host, Jason Hampton. That's me. Zachariah Malone. Taking on two members of the prophecy. If Crazy Train are able to win, not uh, only uh, 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 win, I can't say that because I work in the office. Fuck that. Win. If Crazy Train is able to win, which I hope they do, I can yeah. say that at least. If they do win, they will earn themselves a tag team title match. An announcement I'm going to make in just a minute. Not only will they earn that tag team title match, Josh, our head referee, will earn a match with that turncoat referee, Logan, who he actually had to fire at the last show. And, you know, full transparency, you may have fired him, but I think he got the last laugh there, Pirate. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker fucked up my eye. So he punches Josh in the eye, then kicks him in the dick. Uh, Josh is sitting in the locker room with an ice pack on his ball sack and rubbing his eye. We get a group text Monday that Josh is having to go to the, and he sees a doctor there where he works. Josh does work in the medical field. And then was it Tuesday or Wednesday? You got a specialist. Oh, they, they made me go that day because it was that bad. So he's seen a specialist. So you will see Mr. Referee Joshua Cox. Riffing in an eye brace. An eye brace, yeah. <laughs> an eye patch this week because uh, what was the official diagnosis? You know, referees are blind and stupid anyway. That's just going to make it even worse when him having a right. eye patch on. Basically, Josh, I'm going to do a video to describe it, but basically uh, punched a man so hard it scratched, uh, scratched his eyeball. Well, the, the punch just blacked my eye. When him and Viper were stomping on me, they was each on my side, and I, it was his boot that got me in the eye. Tore him up. So I know Josh is hoping for Crazy Train to pick up this victory. So, you know, Josh, you can't referee that match. I know. I know. Not, saying, not saying that you would do anything, but just so I don't have to deal with Viper's bullshit, we're just going to make the decision now that Connor's going to have to referee that match. That is perfectly fine. Also, we're going to have Chris Payne versus Chase Jordan. That match should be great. Both of them coming into their own here lately. Uh, Chase is, I think, better now than he was when he was with us before UEW. Oh, <laughs> the next match, I'm really looking oh. forward to Time out. Time out. What happened? That was a uh, Josh chop. Josh just chopped Bruh. the shit. What is that? Pickle dick. 
I heard it from my room, but I was a little confused on who we were talking about. Pickle Dick. You know Pickle Dick. Okay, now, Joshua just chopped Wilbur. Okay. So, so he can hit me in the dick, kick me in the dick, throw shit at my dick, but I get to, I, I'm going to get payback because I chopped him. Yeah, because everybody likes and laughs when you get hit in the dick. Everybody loves me. Hello, so you chopped him. All right, all right, let's take a poll. If you're going to have sympathy we've for Will. Already, we've no. already taken polls. This is a different poll. <laughs> you're you're not getting a redo on the poll. Josh, there's no redo on the poll. No, I was going to do a different poll. No, no, no. Oh, so you like doing multiple polls now? <laughs> Buzzing. Uh, <laughs> even the one person that had your back just had your back out of pity. All right, no, I, I got, no, this is, I'm probably going to regret doing this. All right, but if, if it involves your testicles and this podcast, I would not go any further with this. <laughs> no, if y'all are mad that I chopped Will and you think you should get payback on me. In a, in Give a, me a hell yeah, because it's 316. <laughs> well, hell yeah, you shouldn't have chopped Will. He's sensitive. <laughs> what? He's got eczema and psoriasis on his chest. <laughs> and he's got seven ingrown hairs and one pimple. There's a lot more than seven hairs. Uh, ingrown. I said seven ingrown hairs. The rest of them are perfectly manicured. Because that's what gay people do. Yeah, not this one. He's like, no, not this one. Shut up, Will. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Will still put soul glow on his chest hair. God damn, gotta let that soul glow. <laughs> I, I, I popped myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just Tyler parried myself. <laughs> okay, Chris Payne versus Chase Jordan. Should be great. Uh, Jake Murphy versus Brandon Collins. Repeat that because you cut out a little bit. Jake Murphy, the holder of the Fired Up briefcase. Spice it up, up, fire it up, burn it up, whatever. Yeah, we ain't hey, brother. I'm fired up, man. Jake against Brandon Collins. And here's one that I'm actually very interested in seeing. Chris Crump will take on Matthew Oliver Peppercorn. Or as I have that, wrote down here, Pickle Dick. That is going to be a good test for that kid. Emily says that'll be a great match. I agree. Emery. With the jerk and gherkin. Cloth. <laughs> All right, well, that's... Uh, that's out. So now we'll go ahead and announce our next show after luck runs out. Would have been held on August the 1st. No, it would have been held on April, April the 1st. But much like we went over, April the 1st is Stand and Deliver. It is also WrestleMania Saturday. WrestleMania. So we have made the executive decision to move Spring Breakout to Friday night. March the 31st. And that night will be an all-cage match event. Which uh, means that which when mean? Crazy Train beats the Prophecy... Woo! See, Emily agrees that's going to happen. You guys will get the Prophecy in a cage 
on the 31st for the tag team titles, which also means Josh will get Logan inside of a cage on the 31st. He ain't got nowhere to run. He ain't gonna be able to shitty shit. No shitty shit. Shitty shit. Bang, bang. The regular bang, shit's bang. okay. The shitty shit's not. I got you. Yeah. You can say bang, bang after that because it was a shoot or it's a movie title almost. Shitty, shitty, bang, bang. There you go. <laughs> and we will have more announcements of matches uh, for Spring Breakout this Saturday night. So this is a show you don't want to miss. As we say in the business, this is a go-home show, our big spring show. So uh, we'll see you there this Saturday night. Be there. Don't miss it. Be there because you know you're the whole seat but you only need the edge i was a little premature on that one sorry not the first time i've heard that about you yeah i'd rather be early than late or rather you'd be earlier than her be late i'd just like to be invited buzzinger on my feeder come on in it's nice in here. All right. So the water's fine. Whoa. Goddamn. That took a turn. So let's get into our discussion. Yeah. <laughs> He's not like that word. I bet you do. And we kind of talked about this whenever I was going over some of the news stories. That we had, I had wrote down. Uh, what was the reason that we come up with this? There was something in the news a couple of weeks ago. What was it? Uh, that I don't remember. I don't remember either. But the thing that kind of led us to it for tonight was what happened after at the end of the roadblock match between Roxanne Perez and was it Miko Satamora? Yes. Mako, Miko. Mako, 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 Macarena. Uh, hey, Macarena. Uh, Roxanne Perez, after retaining the title, winning the match. She pulls the Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels been booking his career highlights on NXT. Yeah. And I'm all for it. But she kind of stands up, starts celebrating, kind of gives a little convulsion and then just like passes out collapses face first just like sean did after he got attacked by those marines yep. when he oh! with, uh, and there was josh the payback got the dick. josh got hit in the dick i know that growl anywhere so uh we decided to talk about dogs Oh, God. Apparently, <laughs> Will, uh, quick, quick, give me mouth to eye, mouth to one eye, mouth to one eye. <laughs> Will, Will, go to there, go to there, and reinflate them. <laughs> My balls are small enough now; they're probably non-existent. <laughs> what did she say? Jennifer screamed. I did not want to know that. <laughs> Kind of like the pictures. I don't want to see that time. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. Josh, can you see to your stomach? 
What? Are you sick at your stomach? Close to it. And Why are you said, so pale? Uh, see, it wasn't out. a good one. He only said he's close to being sick, so it wasn't a good shot. Oh, will do it again. You got to do it again. No, fuck you. Do it again, Will. I will puke next time. All right, Ooh. but uh, so, apparently. After Sean had his run in, he works a match with Owen, takes an Enzy. Uh, didn't even finish the match. This is the first time in WWE history that they went completely silent on commentary. Uh, so fast forward to NXT last, not this past Tuesday, but Tuesday last week. Ready, bit my uh, ass. Oh, God damn. <laughs> copy, 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 copy that. Wait, are you copying the Remy just bit my ass or the first my dick, now my ass? Yes. <laughs> All of it. Yeah, his, his may be as good as yours, Jason. Uh, it's pretty close. Wait till Saturday night. Huh. <laughs> I'm coming across that walkie-talkie. Pace that loud, Josh. <laughs> You're going to get Tyler's him fired. Gonna, Tyler's going to lose his shit. No, nah, Tyler will laugh. Papaw won't. I know some things about Papaw. He's, he's probably said all my dick, my ass before, too. <laughs> but uh, apparently, Roxanne Perez is okay, and that was all storyline. The fainting Was she not okay? Well,. The fainting spell was storyline. Right. There's something wrong that they can't identify. Yeah. That's scary. I hate that. And, you know, she's undergone all these tests and everything else, which is why it didn't make sense to me when I read his tweet until I read what came out today from the doctor because Sean said they're creating this ladder match and they may possibly after crown a new champion. Right. Well, according to Dave Meltzer, uh, there's concern over Perez, not because of the fainting spell, because that was quote unquote storyline, but there is a vague situation. And that's all he kept saying in his, uh, in the newsletter was vague situation over and over again. So there's something going on that they're not really talking about that they're not putting out there. Because according to the doctor, they don't know what it is. So our discussion topic that we're going to do tonight is uh, an old school wrestling term that a lot of people nowadays in the business probably have no idea what the fuck it is because it's or use it or use it incorrectly. Right. But it's not really, quote unquote, taught anymore. And that is the. It'll be the art of? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. The now art, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Finish, finish what? Now let me ask you a question. Okay. I know my generation was taught that. But before you met me and started running around with our group, were you taught kayfabe? No, not at all. Okay. And let's no. compare. Well, let me be... I mean, I've told you this before. Uh, I was taught how to bump and wrestling moves, you know, how to do moves, 
by that's, the that's the analogy I was going to compare it to. Let's compare what type of shows you were trained at as opposed to what kind of shows you started coming to when you hooked up with us. Essentially, we're doing independent shows. You were training at an Outlaw Mud show. Well, I started my training at the independent show before it was an independent show. Right. So it was still an Outlaw Mud show based by who owned the show at that time. Somebody that had zero experience in the business. Yeah, because I started training. I started my training at UEW before it became Don't get me wrong. Prowler had experience in the business, but Pollard and Mullins did not. Right. So essentially that makes you an Outlaw Mud show, you know. You know the definition of that. Right. So they were probably never. I know Prowler knew Cafe because I know Prowler. I know that Prowler. I know his brother. I know where they were trained. I know they were taught Cafe. Even, you know, everybody can sit on Paul all he wants. Like, I was taught Cafe for my first day of training. Um, he had the news crew there the first day I started training. And instead of letting me in there and showing me how to learn to do this stuff, he had me running around the ring, taking snap ups on a concrete, hollering, I want to be a pro wrestler. Right. So, you know, I learned then, you know, kayfabe. I learned that he would use me as a plant in the crowd when I was still training. I would, like, there was this one time Rush was being, you know, he was a flunky for the PWO. And if somebody paid for his freedom, so they took my $50 um, training money for the week. And that's, we used it in the show, so Rush was able to, you know, whoop the PWO's ass and things like that. So, uh, even, you know, you can shit on Paul all you want to. He's always done right by me. And we butted heads, yeah, but I always got my shit in. So did Jason. He always paid us what he was supposed to be. But he did teach kayfabe. So, we knew coming in. And for those of you that don't know what kayfabe is, it is protecting the business at all costs. Basically keeping the secrets of wrestling. Uh, for example, Ted Allen uh, would get to the town he's wrestling in, would pull over to gas station, he would separate the vehicle, uh, and he would put his hood on. And if you were in the vehicle and you were not whatever he was that night, be it babyface or heel, then you had to get out of the car and walk about half half a mile, a couple blocks or something. Yeah, He wouldn't pull up with you just in case there was fans out there. Uh, you know, you didn't hang out with the other wrestlers out in public places where you knew fans went. Uh, you know, and I got started in 98, so the internet was the thing in 98. It wasn't readily available to everybody. So, you know, Cafe was, it was dying when I broke in. Right. Uh, by the time you got in, I know it was dead for the most part because we had already had that, you know, Dirty South message board that, told all the secrets and had insider terms listed and all that shit. Right. But the basis of this discussion from what Josh had steamed when we were watching the pay-per-view was could kayfabe work today? We were trying to think of people and stories that have have kept kayfabe alive and really i mean the only thing i can think is mjf is full-on kayfabe like he is 
he is that he's the MJF character twenty four seven. Yeah, that's the one person that I can think of nowadays that actually stays in character completely. Uh, Mox tries to, but Mox is also not a big social media guy. Right. I, I honestly think he's probably one of those people that only has a Twitter because WWE made him have social media accounts. <laughs> I could see that. Love you, buddy. Who's leaving? Uh, Michael and Whitney came by to pick up Whitney's car that they left out here. Uh, gotcha. But I can't think of anybody really other than Max that that keeps kayfabe going. That's true. I mean, and I, I was watching an interview Undertaker had with uh, Chris Van Vliet, and they, they brought up kayfabe, and he was like, "Is kayfabe dead?" He's like, "Yeah, it's dead." But the thing is, there's still ways that you can protect the business and he said you got to live that gimmick just a little bit i mean you don't go have to the, you don't have to go to the links that i did but still live that character a little bit if you're sitting here and you're portraying a character on tv but then you go on social media and you act completely different you're, you're not you're you're doing yourself a disservice and that character disservice well take here's another perfect example think about how long he went without speaking yeah yeah, I mean, he wouldn't do interviews. He wouldn't be around any, you know. And, you know, even the Attitude Era, when he started talking, he still lived a gimmick. He still showed up in all black. He still lived it. Yeah, he um, was nothing but black. So here's, here's something that's not living the gimmick, that's not keeping kayfabe, is Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt essentially now has an Undertaker-esque gimmick which I went on record to say that I hate. He should always be Bray Wyatt from the Wyatt family. That shit never gets old because a serial killing cult leader is always relevant. Yep. But he's doing this Undertaker-esque gimmick now, and you'll see him meeting fans and shaking hands and taking pictures uh, in a cut-up T-shirt, shorts, Nikes, and his hair pulled back in a ponytail. That's Wyndham Rotunda. That's not Bray Wyatt. Right. So he's killing, to me, if you're talking kayfabe, he's killing the allure of the character that he's trying so hard to get over. And to me, I don't think it's getting over. But that's an example I can think of of, you know, not keeping kayfabe. The worst, though, in my opinion, had to have been whenever she was with Bray was the Alexa Bliss stuff. That was hard. Because she's supposed to be this psychotic, twisted. I'm that whole gimmick was was shit. Agreed, but it she's had supposed the to be to be good, but it was. And then you have her on socials with Ryan and being like preppy, and right. preppy and... poppy, yeah. Well, if you remember back, Russo got de pushed. Him and Lana got de pushed because they posted their wedding pictures right whenever they were supposed to be in the it was the thing with lashley broken up and fighting and all that shit yeah which i get it like trust me i do i'm old school and i get it but you got to realize that what age you're dealing with it's it's not the kayfabe era anymore you can't you can't do stuff like that with real life couples like you really you want all you want to put all the social media tags on their 
their bottom third when they come to the ring because you want people to follow them. You want to, you want all your talent to have blue check marks. Right. Uh, AJ lives his character. But if you know AJ, AJ Styles is just Alan Jones. I mean, he's the same person. He's he's a family guy. He's a Christian. He's a condescending asshole. He's a jokester. He's a video gamer. But if you go to any of his social media, it's the same AJ that you'll see inside the ring. Exactly. Right. And to an extent, uh, Xavier Woods is the same way. Yep. Right. Uh, I mean, hell, we met him when he was still... No, before that. No, he was Austin Austin went to Creed. He was just awesome Austin Creed. That's yeah, we met him way back then. Damn. And he's the same guy now that he was then cuz he was I mean, he had his damn handheld video game there at the show waiting, you know. Yeah. The uh what was it PlayStation Plus? I couldn't remember what it was. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the PSPs. Yeah, so, you know, and a lot of guys are like that, but they're not keeping kayfabe because you can go back and watch like they're on up, up, down, down. There'll be guys in there that he's feuding with, or there's heels playing video games with them. So you really can't kayfabe anymore. Like, well, there was a clip on, uh, TikTok that I saw the other day where, uh, they had, they welcomed Tyler breeze back and he was there. He was hanging out. He's on the new video game. Yes. But uh, randomly, Baron Corbin comes out, and he's just like, Breeze! He's just like, yeah, picking him up and hugging him and everything. He's like, man, I miss you. I love you. You're Breeze, you know. Give me love, and I'm on my way to get chicken. Yeah. But it's one of the, it's like I say, you know, back in, in the business before now, there was the, the allure, the mystery behind wrestling. There's not that mystery anymore, and you're never that bad. And now, when you're sitting here and you're watching these people every week on TV, and you're sitting here thinking these people are not best friends in real life, like that's dumb. Or like you, or like you had posted, Will, when the picture came out Super Bowl with uh, uh, Chuck Taylor, his wife, Orange Cassidy, his wife, Jungle Boy, Anna, Fritz, and Adam. You know, Adam went back on TV at that time, so he's irrelevant. Anna Jay was only heel, and people on these Facebook groups me and Will are a part of are losing their shit because they're out there. It's fucking, it's a show. I don't think at this point in the business, the business has evolved so much. Like, we talk about how you're never going to get the casual fan back to have the Monday Night Wars ratings. That's never going to happen again. No. Streaming has changed that. DVRs have changed that. Uh, being able to stream on your phone has changed all of that. So you're never going to get that back, and you're never going to get back. I'm doing air quotes here. The good old days of kayfabe. But do we really need it? Because now we grew up like you know. I told the story about uh, the Rock and Roll Express joining their fan club and how that was a huge deal to me. Yep. When I was when I was a kid at my first show. That was what you had to do back then to get close to these people. Now you don't have to. Now you can hit a follow button on Facebook, Twitter, Insta, TikTok, whatever social media platform, and follow your favorite stars. And most of them are showing their day-to-day lives, too. Like, perfect example, 
Cora Jade, huge heel in NXT. Braun Breaker, biggest babyface in NXT, are a couple. And on all of their social medias, they post them being together and don't hesitate or shy away from it. And you know who I feel bad for? Who? Cora Jade. Like Christian. Why? Because he was dating Cora Jade before he got raised. (laughs) Yeah, but he, I, he's dating somebody else. I forgot who it was. I bet that man has a little bit. Trust me, though, he didn't take, he didn't, he didn't drop at all. <laughs> I forgot who it was, but he didn't drop at all. And our boy Ben Carter is dating Thea Hale from Chase U. So, you know, they're both baby faces, but uh, Mandy Rose thing. You can go on Facebook or on whatever her, it's not OnlyFans, whatever it is, and you see her day-to-day life. Sometimes you see her fiancé, Tino Sabatelli, in there with her. Sometimes you just see her tits and ass. Yeah, I was wondering when her and Otis broke up. That surprised me. Ms. Ark. <laughs> Henry? But it's just, it's, it's just <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it smells like. It smells like shit, but I'm going to eat it anyway. <laughs> but I'm, I don't think kayfabe is needed anymore. I think if kayfabe was needed, the wrestling style wouldn't make sense anymore. Yeah, because all this, all the it? trading shots, the well, like you know, uh, the round robins, all that shit doesn't happen with kayfabe. Like Braun Strowman said, the flippy dippy shit. I said wrestling, and you brought up Braun Strowman. Well, he's the one that made comment about the flippy dippy shit, and he doesn't do all that blah blah. And who's he teaming with? The king of flippy shit. Yep. Because they're trying to make him save face. Yeah, they probably got his ass. It's your punishment. They want to save face. Everybody likes to rehire him. Exactly. And agreed, they shouldn't have rehired him. But yeah, everybody does like the different styles of wrestling, like you said. Like I feel like wrestling should be the melting pot that you have this style versus this style versus this style. Well, and it's always been that way. If you'll go back even to the '80s, the Rock and Roll Express worked a different style than every other tag team. I tell you, like a the Road Warriors had a different style than every other tag team. I tell you like the lady on fucking Oprah back in the early 90s said, because I just saw this on TikTok. You don't want a melting pot because that makes everything the same. You want everything to be a salad to where the lettuce and the croutons and the tomatoes, they all hold their own shape, but they're in together and they have to be together. We want a country level. We want some flavor in our restaurant. Okay. So you want the <laughs> corn and the potatoes and the crawfish and the scrimps and the sausage to all be their own thing. You I had some of that the other day at Chef Lynn's, by the way. Oh, it's delicious at Chef Lynn's. It yeah, was. Man. But here's another thing. Wrestling is for everybody. But that doesn't mean everybody should do it. Yes. And, it, and everybody shouldn't watch it. No, everybody can watch it. Everybody shouldn't post their opinions on it. There you go. That's it. That's the one. Because I can't tell you how many times I get in arguments. Here's my thing. I would usually say if you've never been in the ring, you should never have an opinion on what goes on in the ring. But there is an exception when it comes to people like you, Will, 
who are not just a fan, who have become family with other wrestlers. So you see the inside workings of things that most fans don't see. So I'll guess I will change that from saying if you don't have inner working knowledge firsthand of the business, then you shouldn't have an opinion of the business. You can have your likes and your dislikes, but don't critique shit that you have no idea of what we put into it. That's what drives me crazy with the IWC. I was about to disagree with you till you made that comment right there because I think people do... I think they deserve their own opinions, but the way you said, don't critique it if you don't know what goes into it. I agree there. Exactly. No, you're entitled to your own opinion, but don't go on a social media tirade saying what's wrong with it when you've never done it. Agree. Especially when you're trying to argue facts of people that know what they're talking about. Yeah. Right. Like I got into, I told you I got into it with that dude on the Cornet, the old Cornet Facebook page before Cornet actually made one for himself. Because he shit on them doing a tribute to Mark Briscoe that they were just trying to do a cash grab. And I said, well, if that was it, they would have done it a completely off day that they're not already fucking doing TV, charged admission for it, charged you to watch it on Ring of Honor streaming service. Yep. It's just everybody, It's and I hate to say this, it's the woke society. It's the millennials. It's the millennials who's always got something to say and always something to complain about. And a lot of it, too, I'll say this, is bitter old fuckers that never fucking made it out of their local towns. What are you doing? But I guess to sum it up, K-Fade's dead. Let it die. I totally agree. There's no sense in trying to act like it's something it's not anymore. I mean... When you go and you participate at your local shows, wrestlers listen to this. Please, fans listen to this. Don't go and just hang out in front of everybody. Stay in the back. That's the last shred of kayfabe that's kept alive right here. The more they see you, the less important you are. Right. So if you're out there at the start of the show shaking babies and kissing hands, then you're out there at intermission, then you're out there for your match. They've seen you three times in usually a six-segment show. That's way too much. Yep. They should only see you at intermission, and they should only see you during your match. And here's another thing. Wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, significant others, whatever you call yourself, understand that the show is not about you. Nothing going on in that show affects you whatsoever. (laughs) Fucking period. You come in. Most of y'all have been coming to shows since your significant other started wrestling or y'all hooked up. Sit down. Shut the fuck up. Enjoy the show. Let the paying fans enjoy the show because you didn't pay for that fucking seat you're sitting in any goddamn way. Let them enjoy the show. Let them have fun. Don't say insider shit during the show. Don't boo the fucking baby face and say he's on steroids. Enjoy wrestling for what it is. A show. And understand that that's all it is. It's a show. And if you do come to the show and you're going to sit out in the crowd like that, be someone who gives a positive 
effect to the show. Don't be sitting on your fucking phones. Or if you're going to sit on your phones, that, you know, that's fine. That's all well and good. But if you're going to, if you're going to show up, cheer for the baby faces, get the crowd into it. If the crowd's sitting there dead, exactly like you can't do that. You can't do that if your face is in your phone, Jason. Yeah, but the people with the face in the phone don't care to be there anyway. They don't give a shit. That's the ones I'm talking to. Those are the ones that are coming with the wrestlers and sitting on the front row and not doing shit. Get your ass in the back of the building. Period. That's from a wrestler and a promoter. Save the seats for the kids. Save the seats for the paying customers who are going to say, you fucking murdered him. (laughs) And make me and Will fucking die laughing. (laughs) And remember this. (laughs) Remember this. Anything that happens in that arena, it's contained. It's created. It's made. It's not fucking real. Nothing that happens during that show should ever warrant physical violence, threats of physical violence, verbal altercations, or anything of the other. It is a work. It's pretty bad when we got to say it more to fans than we do the boys nowadays. Oh, shit. Yeah. But if you're a wrestling fan, Go out and support your independent shows because literally you don't know where the next star is going to be. Like we just talked about me and Jason knew Creed before he was anybody. We knew him before he even went to Wildside. I knew AJ at Wildside. I knew Gunner at Anarchy. Uh, who else has made it to TV? We knew Carter to shit show in East Chattanooga at a church in the projects. I'm glad you said that term. Oh, juicy boo. Don't get offended by the term shit show. Well, I was going to stay away from that one because y'all got a friend. No, I'm going to say it right now. Don't get offended by it because, A, there are shit people on good shows and there are good people on shit shows. Amen. But here's also the thing. If you're one of the good guys on a shit show, don't get offended because you know you're wrestling at a fucking shit show. Well, I mean... Somebody, I, it may have been Ben Carter that said this, but somebody was talking about, uh, you know, why would you go and do shows, you know, do the smaller shows, do the little shows like that. And he said that he was taught, uh, hell, it may have been Seth that said this because, you know, he trained at Seth's school. Uh, the Black and Blue Academy. Go and do whatever shows you can. It doesn't matter if it's the biggest show, if it's the smallest show. It's the experience that matters. It's the experience. It's getting out there in front of people. And just because it's not a big show doesn't mean you can't learn something from somebody that's there. Agreed. But also, you have to put a disclaimer there. It is okay to go do the smaller shows. It's not okay to put yourself in a position to go to a show with untrained or less trained talent than you are then what do you learn if you're the best guy on a show you're not going to learn anything from working there there's nothing that guy that has got less training than you can teach you there's nothing that an unsafe guy can do but hurts you in your career 
what could Grave Digger teach you? Hell, even what could, and I don't like the guy, but what could Grave Digger teach Eli in the ring? Eli was leaps and bounds ahead of him. Right. And also, with that being said, if you're a wrestler and you get offended by somebody saying it's a shit show, grow some fucking thicker skin, dude. Just because one man says it's a shit show, it doesn't mean it's the gospel. It just means that's their opinion based on what they've seen. Think about it. Before Tyler took over, what was our, what would everybody consider RCW? The death of professional wrestling. And now we're having to tell people no every week that we don't have room for them. Right. So anything can can come from anything. But also, I do agree with getting out and working to get your name out where you can. But I also agree with being very selective about where you go as well. Not every show is going to be there to elevate and help you. A lot of shows still have these local guys that if they see a guy that's got some hype coming again, they're going to try to fuck with you. You know that as well as I do. We've seen it. Hell, I've been on the opposite end of it. You know, I've been on both ends of it, honestly. Right. So just a shit show is a shit show is a shit show. But if that's what you choose to wrestle, then by all means, do the best you can with it. Just because someone thinks it's a shit show and you don't, so be it. But, you know, I voice my opinion because that's what our fans like. They like the burials. But I'll be 100% honest with you. I don't give a fuck what Pikeville does, what McDonald does, who else, Ron? What Dalton does. Ligna. Ligna. Uh, that show is coming to try. I only care about what RCW does. That's all I care about. Uh, I care about what my friends do, like at Southern Honor and at Prime Time. I care that Adam's having good matches because fuck, he deserves it after all he's been through with his neck. Right. I care that Dave has good matches because he's you know fucking older than me and he's still going. He looks phenomenal. But other than that, my focus is solely RCW. So if you get offended, if you get offended by comment I said, maybe look deeper into your fucking soul and quit being a fucking bitch. Don't none of y'all want to say nothing right now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for you to hit that one. <laughs> right. I'm sick of the bullshit. I'm sick of the fucking drama that certain people cause over one man's opinion so they can all suck my fucking nuts. And I don't have to say names because they all four know who the fuck they are. We're still counting. I'm not counting. I'm just happy I'm not doing any nuts looking. Yeah, you talk shit back. <laughs> Oh, 
Stop. Matter of fact, you don't have to suck my nuts. Just send me a message. We're all grown. We can talk about anything to hurt your feelings. And it's really only directed to a couple that have let it come between family. And I'll leave it at that. That's some shitty bullshit right there. <laughs> shitty shit. Shitty, shitty. You're on that shitty shit today, aren't you? <laughs> like the third time you said that. Are you trying to watch Shitty Shitty Bang Bang or something? Sorry, I'm watching Tennessee and the Raging Cajuns. Oh, I forgot that was on. Let me turn. What am I watching? Oh, I said he'd be watching this damn game. I don't know, but number four on Tennessee look like John Starks. No way. Yeah. That's on what, CBS? Yes. I hadn't turned from uh, the Auburn game, so uh, Houston is playing the uh, Invisible Guys, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the Invisible Guys are beating them right now. I know. It's crazy. Shit. Well, Houston kept turning the ball over. Well, I can't see his face, but his body does give me John Stark vibes. Look, they're right there. That's him. I can't see his face yet. I see his body. You got to remember, I'm ahead of you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can I can see that. I saw him. I'm like, God damn, when did John Starks get young and go to Tennessee? How about double zero look like he could have played on uh, Don't Be a Menace? Oh, goddamn. Look at his hair. All he needs is a pacifier in that thing. <laughs> he even got the high, the, well, it's not a high top fade, but the squared up fade like Starks did. Well, all right, guys, we will uh, be right back. Uh, we'll close this thing out. With the push pop. I like Push Pops. <laughs> push Pop years. I know. I know. They showed up. We'll be right back. We're going to go to the store and get some Push Pops. My titty still hurts. My dick. We'll be right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stars in the way. Your pal, Sour Noro. Turn the Buckle Podcast. It's the best. <laughs> no, seriously, it's the best. And we're back. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, Will farted on the podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> How did you hear it? <laughs> That's Josh's shit. By the way, Jason, we got to go see Champions before I have surgery. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good movie. Ah, I'm your homie with the extra chromie. God damn. I like where a dude throws up his hand. He goes, something doesn't feel right. And <laughs> fingers all to the side and Woody Harrelson gets sick to his stomach. Yeah. Ah, I figured I'd seen the, the comeback. Maybe Will song we get it. Nope, it's still there. <laughs> oh, breaking news. They've re-signed Stu Grayson. Nice. <laughs> I like it. It's a Stu Boys. Grayson is all elite Boys. again. Find the bug. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Where is it? Find the bug. And he's like, welcome back to AEW, Stu. After a great match last night, he's more motivated than ever. It's now official. 
good because that frees up to where you can put Hangman with back with the Bucks, and you still got three solid guys in the elite or then the Dark Order. Well, now you still got four in the Dark Order. Well, that's what I'm saying. You've got any three that you can rotate. Freebird rule with the trios titles. I don't hate it. Which Alex Reynolds is my least favorite of the I group. Not, yeah, I do not like Alex Reynolds. He. I'm not going to say I don't like him. He's solid, but he's vanilla as fuck. He uh, goes with Johnny Hungy. Yeah, and it's just... Now, here's the thing. He's a lot like Brad Armstrong. On BTE, that's some bitch is amazing. But when he's wrestling, he has no personality. Oh, shit. Uh, now that we're back, I know something we forgot in news. What? So we know the Von Erich movie... Uh, the Iron Claw yes. has a few professional wrestlers. Uh, MJF is cast to be Lance Von Eric. Um, AEW superstar Ryan Nemeth is cast to be Gino Hernandez. NWA tag team star and the stunt double for on heels, Brady Pierce, is portraying Michael P.S. Hayes. One of Luke's boys is playing Buddy Jack Roberts. And then the best casting of the whole fucking movie. Which I said when that some bitch shaved his beard at uh, the, uh, what was the, Hard Times pay-per-view in New Orleans. Yes. Silas Mason will play Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Goddamn right he will. And they got a guy playing Bruiser Brody too. He's not a wrestler. He's an actor and a musician. But homeboy looks like Brody. I hate, I hate, hate, hate that Josephus Brody didn't live long enough to be able to play that character in a movie. Right. I love that character. Because that would have been the perfect thing for him. But I'm hugely excited to see this movie anyway, just because I'm a Von Eric Mark. But the casting has been phenomenal. Like, Zach Efron looks like Kevin Von Eric now. Yeah, he does. Oh, and then Brady, I mean, like, looks like a young Michael Hayes. I think you have to go a little blonder with the hair, but shit, all you got to do for Silas is give him Gordy's gear. Yeah. <laughs> Black trunks. Well, if they're doing, uh, if they're doing world class hair, they'll probably have them in the red boots, red trunks, red knee pads, and uh, probably won't do the full rebel flag gear, but, you know, the glittery robe, jacket, and vest that they wore at that time is what right. I think they'll probably do. But we had forgot about that on news, and uh, it popped in my head for some reason, so definitely put that over. Silas is one of our favorites in any company right now. We It's very rare that we all four agree on one person, but we all agree that Silas is fucking money. Yeah, uh, and not only him, but his pairing with Poyo. Uh, Poyo's so great. She's also a good follow on the Book of Face as well. So I know Will I and I both follow her. That, that they would have to be heel if they ever come to RCW. I don't think so. Yeah, I, don't think so. I, think, I think she can get over. That's a big drink of water, though. That's a big, that's a big girl. <laughs> But uh, who wants to pop first? I will pop first. Go pop. I got a new puppy. 
Little, you got I a hairball like, like that we swept over the other day. That's what you got. This little motherfucker literally little, weighs two pounds. I heard it look like one of Jason's dog's turds. <laughs> Dude, if you've not seen a picture of it, you know when we sweep and the, all the hair that goes in the dustpan? Oh, like when we moved the couch the other day? Yeah. That, that was more hair than, than his dog. Yeah, dog. I, I seen the picture he sent last night. I'll have to send you the one I got today. Oh, Lord. Him's little B. What is it? His name is Chevy, and he is a Shih Tzu. Chevy? Mom named him. I like that. I shall call him Chase. <laughs> <laughs> so his name's Chevy. Daddy's going to call him Runt. I think it's funny for all those Ford fans out there that he's a Shih Tzu named Chevy. This motherfucker's confused already. Chevy Rock, what the fuck is my name? Well, hell, that's like with Knox. He's Knox, he's Bubba, he's Dude, he's, you know, whatever else we decide to call him at that time. I call him the only animal I love. (laughs) Yeah. I just sent the picture, Ben. I got it. I'm looking at it now. Aw, he was cute. All right, I'm going to go next because I was going to go first because I have two pops and I don't want, I didn't want everybody to be like, oh, why you got two? You only supposed to have one. Are they sugar pops? That They sugar smacks. Now I want some That'll cereal, hurt. damn it. First push pops, now damn cereal. All right, but. Uh, I was watching this thing the other night called uh, The Food That Built America. Nice. And it's ironic that he brought up the push pop because that's what this story was about was uh, non-chocolate candies that have redefined the world. And if it's uh, the ring pop, the push pop, uh, Sour Patch Kids, and uh, the Nerds and Everlasting Gobstoppers. I love an Everlasting Gobstopper. Hey, we're going to have to take a pause real quick. Okay, sorry about that, peoples. That was a quick, uh, we had a phone call on the other line, and we had to take it. Because <laughs> we don't tell lies on this podcast. We only, we, we dropped in truth bombs on peoples. I was wondering what happened. It just got radio silent on my end. <laughs> I just heard, we got to take a pause. Usually when that happens, a dog snuck out or something. Yeah, or I had to go take a shit or, you know, whatever. Yeah, so it, it just got radio silent over here. I'm saying, hello? Hello? <laughs> hello? And I thought, okay, Will must have had a call, then I get back. I'm back. I was like, okay. Jason, you're <laughs> All right, give us those sugar pops. Yeah. All right. Uh, number one, uh, just today is the 16th, so three days ago on the 13th. Yes, three. I, I count. One, two, three. I'm better than referee. <laughs> Fuck off. He only has one eye, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, three days ago on the... Uh, is it three or was it four? Three Monday. Is that three days ago four days ago? Three days ago? Yes. Okay. Three days ago, uh, March 13th, was mine and Jennifer's eight-year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. 
Thank you very much. I was talking to her. No, you congratulate me. You feel pity for her. Oh, okay. You, that's when you tell her, I'm so sorry. You married above your pay grade there, son. No doubt. I way out kick my coverage. Oh, breaking news. What? EA Sports College Football expected to release in July of 2023. Nice. Time to go ahead and get to PS5. See? As soon as Tennessee starts getting good again in football, they're releasing a new college football game. <laughs> well, at least you can play on a winning team. <laughs> hey, Tennessee had a winning team. What was the last year? 14? Yeah. 13? I think 14. 13 or 14. I see. I got it right here. 14, so it came out in 2013. All right, and my uh, my other pop, uh, on the 10th, so three days before, is you good? I was just putting up the number 10. Oh, I was confused. You just stood there, you went like... <laughs> I didn't know if you were like a surprise kitten or what happened. What the? Hey, Jason. What up? That would be that would be six days ago. Yes. Hey, do you play for the Raging Cajuns? Because it's showing you got twelve points and you're five of eight from the field. That's Jordan Brown, not Jason Brown. Oh, I didn't know. I, I just see Jay Brown. I know. That's what I said a minute ago when he went to the free throw line. I was like, wait a minute, that is not me. <laughs> <laughs> I seen you play basketball. Right. I might have two points. Come on now. That's like we played in our whole team almost had two points. On one of 17 shooting, okay? You hear me? What? That league we played in, our team was our whole team was good to get two points. Right. Freddie, <laughs> Rush signs us up for this adult league. We get there and we think it's going to be like a you know, fat, out-of-shape, old-man league. We play it with college kids. Yeah, one of the one of the teams, like four of the starters on that team were starters for UTC's team. Yeah, and then we're playing Chat State and like other schools around here. Like I remember one dude went to yoke on me. I threw his ass on the floor. Because that point he would have dunked on me and they would have hit a hundred us. Bitch, you ain't hitting a hundred on us. <laughs> they were cool as shit though, but man, they balled their asses out. Well, that's when we told the referees that we were the Washington Generals. Oh, yeah, we had the referees popping. All right, but, uh, yeah, my other pop was uh, March 10th. Uh, that was my Russell-versary. Uh, so I've officially been doing this shit for 22 years now. You old motherfucker. Goddamn right. Hold on. How long have I been doing it? Uh, 99, so you got two years on me. 24? Yeah, 24 this year. 25 if you count training. And last week was my 11th year. You know, you had to train for a long-ass fucking time before they let you in the ring. Hell, I trained. I started training in September. They were going to put me in a match in November. And then some shit went down in the crowd. And they were like... I wasn't even taking bumps in a ring two months in. Well, you know, I started training at UEW. I moved down to GXW. Right. 
and then uh, Larry Piper gets the wild hair up his ass to go over the guardrail and go after a fan, and he was one that wrestled on both shows. So they thought he was a spy from UEW trying to get GXW shut down. He was a piece of shit anyway. So they were they held me out until March of the following year. So another four months worth of training just so they could make sure that nothing was going to go down with anybody else. Better let Josh get his pop in. His dog's about to go outside. All right, Joshua, what is your pop? Real quick there, sir. My pop. Dude, I'm just excited about the show this weekend, man. I'm excited about all the shows coming for RCW, man. And I'm excited because I really, really hope that y'all can beat Prophecy so I can get my damn hands on Logan. Because I can only see out of one eye. What do you think? You still got <laughs> What? You pull your pants down, you still got two. That brown eye. Oh, you have three then. We'll hit you in the one that winks, not the one that stinks. Aww. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I, I love, man, I love RCW so much. I'm just, I'm so excited about the show. And of course, you know, just getting the time with the boys, man. Right. Bean Yerman, what you gonna pop about? Poppity pop. Not to steal off Josh, but kind of borrowed a little bit. I'm excited about the show Saturday. I'm also a little sad about the show Saturday. Because uh, right. it will be my last show for the foreseeable future. Uh, I'm trying to remember last time. I know it was like I couldn't go anywhere for the first two weeks. I couldn't drive for the first six weeks, which I don't drive there anyway. I ride with Jason. Uh, so... I know I'll miss the show on the 31st, and I'll probably miss at least another show after that. Uh, so I'm going to make the the most of the time I got at the show and hanging out with the boys and hanging out with the, uh, yeah, sorry, hanging out with the production team and all that stuff. And uh, also going to get to hang out this weekend with a little cheeky chick that I've been talking to her for a couple weeks now and kind of excited about that. Anybody, y'all that know me know that I don't, I don't really look for a girl. Does that make sense? Yep. That's one of those things when it just kind of happens organically like this, you're kind of excited to, you know, see where it could go. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's only been a couple weeks, but everything's been great so far. You know, we, we're into the same shit. We like the same shit. She's fucking hot as hell. And she thinks your boy is so fat out of shape. Old man's cute. So I guess I got that going. So just, uh, I'm excited. You know, my pop is this weekend. Be a, a good last hoorah for me before I go under the knife. Did they give you an estimated time for a full recovery? Like being able to go out they, and do stuff? They won't do that until after surgery because they got to evaluate how bad it was and everything but i'm sure this one will probably be a little harsher than the last one right because they're actually fusing it together and putting metal in me Damn. which you know they didn't do last time so i'm sure that it's going to take some getting used to with that metal in my body 
Because you're only used to somebody putting a bone in you. What? Say, because you're only used to somebody putting a bone in you. Y'all want to know a funny fact that I just thought about this? It's not really funny. It's kind of sad when you think about it. Y'all remember I was engaged during the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember I split up with her around April, May of 2021, right? Sounds about right. Guess who hadn't had sex since then? The slut. Now add that time up. Bitch, we pushing two years. <laughs> Homie. Yeah. So now you gonna have to be a special girl to get my virginity. Do do we need to rent you a prostitute? No, I had kids with one of those. It didn't work out too well. I thought that was a giant gopher rat. Either way, it was a marsupial of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got myself again. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's, uh, moving on. Who we going? Who you pushing, Wilbur? Who you, who you, who you pushing on? You had this whole time to be thinking. And I've been thinking. I just, I don't know. Thinking, thinking, thinking. You want us to come back to you? No, I will say. You sure? On... We got that cold duck and it's quacking. <laughs> you like on... how I played off what you were saying, Jason? Yes, yes. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Based I think we're the only two that gets that. <laughs> All right, who you pushing, Wilbur? I'm going to actually push Peppercorn this week. Okay. Pickle Dick. <laughs> you broke up on my end. Who are you pushing? Pickle Dick. Okay. <laughs> Why I don't hate push? that. Matthew well, Oliver like. Pepper Dick. I do not hate that at all. I'm just kind of curious. I want to... Matthew Sweet Pickle Gherkin. <laughs> That's the new one. That one sticks right there. Sweet pickle gherkin. I think him being in the ring with Crunkle actually helps showcase him a lot better. I agree. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to see what he can do this weekend. And the kids improved dramatically since Jason and I first seen him in McDonald's. No doubt. And he gets better every week at the show. Well, kind of along those same lines. Wait, where'd Josh go? Right He's right there. Okay, don't let him forget. Don't let him run off. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta push one after me, so you can stay right there. Uh, I'm right here. Okay, right along the same lines. Uh, I'm pushing somebody else from that group. Okay. Steve Dave. Yes. Steve Dave. I like a Steve Dave. I love me some Steve Dave. Always have. That's uh. That's one of, I guess you could say, my wrestling kids that uh, I can actually say I'm, I can actually say I'm proud of. And if you want to know more about Steve Dave, go check in those recent episodes of our Patreon. Subscribe. I was about to say, if you want to know how Steve Dave become a superhero, go subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> uh, no, nah, he actually. I was actually talking to him one day, and he uh, he told me straight up, and it made me feel real good, man. He said that uh. 
you know, no matter how many other shows I go to, how many people I talk to, how many people show me this, that, whatever, he said, anytime somebody asks me who trained me, I always tell them, Jason Hampton trained me, you know, and he's, he's actually, he's, he's actually proud of the fact that I had a hand in his training, so. He was a good kid. He is. I love the kid to death. You give me that look all you want to. I've known Steve Day for a long time there, Emily, and I love that kid. He's not really a kid anymore, though. He's still a kid to me. He's a grown adult. Jason, Jason's still my wrestling kid. I'm still Woody's wrestling kid. I'm a <laughs> You're Steve Dave's papaw. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's, why Joshy. Told, that's why he told me to spit on it. God damn. <laughs> Sorry. Right, Josh, who you, who you, uh, my, my push this week is going to be Chase Jordan. So, God damn, you know what that means, Ben? What? what? Three of the four has already been pushed. you got to push Trinity. Oh, God. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Kit, Trace was always an exceptional wrestler. And, you know, he took his hiatus. You know, he had him a family. He got married. He has a kid now. Coming back after a few years. being That's a hell of a fight. Still fucking phenomenal. Ow, still fucking great. Ow. Ow, I think he's Huh? I think he's better now than he was. Agreed. Agreed. Which is incredible to take over two years off and come back and, you know, not do anything, not even work out, not go bump around and come back and be better than he was. And, I mean, he's doing at least one thing now he was never able to do before, and that's cut a promo, too. Yeah, because I've recorded a few of his promos and one take done. I guess marrying marrying into the family with Rush and having to hear him talk shit all the time, you kind of had to develop being able to cut a promo on the spot. Oh, hell. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to push an old head. I'm going to push Terry Lawler. Yes, I am. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry, Terry the Rocker Lawler is out here. No, I'm not. No, it's his, uh, he says it's his last run. We'll see, but. Terry's performing incredible matches since he's been back with us at the, you know, he made his return at the crew show. Uh, he's come back and worked, uh, worked a six man with us against uh, Steve Dave's group, actually worked the match with Steve Dave. Yep. Uh, he's worked Chase since he's been back. Uh, got a great match this week set up. You'll have to come to the show to see about that one. But uh, for any of you out there listening that, you know, have never booked Terry, you owe it to yourself, and you owe it to your fans to get Terry Lawler on your show. He is the utmost professional. He will interact and entertain your fans like no one else will. And he always brings gummies. Yes. Legal legal gummies. Legal gummies. Dude, he had some Airheads gummies. I didn't even, I didn't even know those were a thing, and they're yeah. fucking delicious. Next time he brings, I'm going to have to, bring, to hunt him down and get some candy because apparently he's always got candy. He brings two shareable bags. Yep. And then he has one hidden in his backpack. But I didn't tell you that part. And he always offers. He's like, he come up to me three different times. Hey, you want some? You want some more? 
And if you don't take any, he'll keep on until you take some. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to like, I heard you're the guy to come to if I want some candy, man. You know, in this business, you know, everybody calls him Uncle Terry because he's there to influence everybody. And, you know, we we don't say brother to everybody, our group. If we call you brother, it means we really believe like you're like our kin. You're, You're our brother. Right. And everybody knows Brandon Collins is like my brother. And Terry is Brandon's dad. So he is now officially actually my uncle. Bazinga. So you guys, uh, that's that's four guys right there that you could build a roster around. But you can't have them on the first, third, or fifth. No. They belong to us. All right. And uh, normally we would end the podcast here, but we have a uh, add-on. You are a special guest. Because you're special to me because you're my kid. Oh, she's very, she's very special, all right. Oh, she's definitely special. <laughs> she's special uh, in more ways. is my kid. He's my wrestling kid. Who else is your wrestling kid? I'm your wrestling kid, technically. I've been Eli. Since I was like five. Yeah. Eli's my wrestling kid. We don't claim Eli. <laughs> Sorry, I had something stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, CJ. CJ was my wrestling kid. Jason, stop talking. Dobbs. Dobbs. Dob. Hey. Oh. Hey, just just take the claim of Dobbs. You'll be all right. Yeah, Dobbs and Steve, Dave. That's it. There you go. DJ was our figure guy. <laughs> <laughs> Eli oh. was a partner Dan put you with to help get over. Oh, that's gross. Oh. Uh, that's how we. That's how we that we word that. Okay, Emily, what is your pop for this week? Uh, I don't have a pop. You don't have a pop at all? Um, no. Okay. Well, what's your push? Well, I might have a pop. I don't know. Maybe. No. What'd you, what'd you tell me you were going to get earlier? Oh, I'm going to get a new record. I'm getting an Ice Nine Kills record. I was actually going to use that as my pop. And then I want to push Brandon Collins. There you go. Can you can you rewind and talk slowly for, you know, like <laughs> normal people? That's because you talk Josh as fast understood. as she does. I knew Josh yeah. understood it. Slow down and talk okay. normal and tell us what record you're getting because all I understood was, oh, I'm getting a record. I don't want to push Brent Collins. <laughs> She's jumping down Joey's fan hole. Yeah. Ice cool. Nine Kills record. No idea what you're talking about. What language are you speaking? English, Bill. That's not English. Uh, they're really good. Uh, one of their music videos. One of their music videos is basically just American uh, Psycho. the movie American Psycho. They have a like American Psycho. I love American I want Psycho. I people that like American Psycho too. I loved American Psycho too. I think it's you and me. Yep. We're the two upvotes on Rotten Tomatoes. Along with the two upvotes on Major League Three. Yeah, I still can't believe Jake ain't seen that. Which something Emmy said, I'm glad that he's making a comeback. I'm glad vinyl is back. Yeah, I'm glad I got a record player for Christmas. I love listening to my music on vinyl. That's the Einstein Kills. It's a nine. It's so much cleaner and better than that. The, the pop when it first starts is so nostalgic. Agreed. 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 
Teddy Ring. No. I guess Will don't agree. Eh. He says eh. He he still likes CDs and tapes. I just plug my phone into my car. <laughs> Will just like he wants to see these nuts and tapes them to his forehead. <laughs> he also likes Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's nuts drag across his face. Fuzzinga. And on that note. <laughs> Okay. On that note, this has been the Turn of the Buckle podcast. I'm sadly, I'm Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. I still want to know if K Fabe is okay. <laughs> well, and I'm we'll Ben Thrasher. I'm Ben Thrasher. <laughs> Peace out, fuckwads. <laughs>